This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Dusty's testies. One, two, three. All right. Are we up and running? We are are live from the 2022 Jimmy Johnson National Billfish Championship, the quest for the ring, and this is the Connected by Water podcast, powered by Joey Accardi, Cluster Dodge Jeep Ram, and fueled by Papa's Pilar Rum, who yeah, baby. remind you to never be a spectator. And I want to just say that we are proud to be podcasting from here once again we had to skip last year because of the you know what the word that we don't discuss on we this do show not say that word Dennis. um and joining me is my very dear friend um from papa's pilar rum mike myatt and we have a special guest with us jason ferguson better known as ferg live right? live that's right, right. that's and, right uh, he, he's one of the guys that keeps the wheels turning around here um and here we are at the jimmy johnson the tournament is over we have all the results. We do. Right? We know who did good. We know who didn't do so good. And I can tell you right now, I don't know if anyone could really be judged on this one because there wasn't a ton of fish caught. True. But it was tight and it was hard. Right? And um, make your jokes on that one. Well, you know what? Is that uh, Dennis and Ferg and I, uh, we didn't fish. We came in 10th. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much in the same position every year. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, right. you know, I, I'm consistent. There you go. Right. I, I came in first for drinking Papa's Pilar Rum, though. I can tell you that right now. Well, you know what? It takes a lean horse for a long race, Dennis, and mm -hmm. uh, you're there. Absolutely. I'm going to turn the tables a little bit on Dennis right now because uh -oh. Dennis is always talking up other people right now? and the good deeds that they do. We're, we've been fortunate to have been partners. We've been friends for a decade. We've been partners for about three years. Okay. And uh, been fortunate to be with Connected by Water because behind the scenes – Dennis spends hundreds of hours a year and tens of thousands of dollars 
on uh, raising money for assorted charities. Absolutely and I, do. And I got to say, to have him be part of the Puppets Pilar community, uh, we couldn't be prouder of the affiliation. And you know what? Uh, he dresses himself up with uh, Coach Jimmy Johnson, <laughs> 2022 Hall of Fame Coach Jimmy Absolutely. Johnson. Absolutely, yeah, Coach Jimmy Johnson you. joining thank us you. today. So we are starting off our podcast with a bang, my friend. Um, Coach, it's an honor. It's well, a pleasure. And here we are in our 11th year. Can you believe it? it? It's unbelievable. And you know what? It gets better every single Doesn't year. Doesn't it? Since Todd and, and Valerie uh, Roy took this thing over. It just skyrocketed, and then we went with the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. It just got that much better, right? You know? Sure did. And now with Papa's Pilar, hey, it's <laughs> all the time. <laughs> That's all you need sometimes, right? Hey, get that man a drink. <laughs> get that man a drink. And joining us as well as Todd Roy, Dennis, the, the mastermind behind it all. No, we love it. You know, especially once we get to Saturday. You know, we start off the week, and I tell everybody the same thing. We sell hope all year long. We're telling people you got to get in it. We sell them hope, and they think they got a chance. And they come Tuesday night, and they are fired up. And oh, we got this. We You're got right, this. Right. And everybody's going to win it. And they tell me their strategy, but they don't tell me their secrets. And then all of a sudden, Thursday hits, and everybody sort of slows down. And the, the fishing was a little slow this year, but come they wake up on Friday morning, and everybody still had a chance. They're like, hey, if right. I get a double early, you know, next right. thing you know, I'm right back in it. It went down to the wire again, and it was fabulous. It was just a great, great time. Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. And, and, and Todd, after all the fishing, when they go through the gifting experience, oh, it's uh, amazing. I'm mean, making a difference who won, who didn't win. That's right. Every one of them come up to me and say, boy, coach, this is a great, great tournament. We, we love this. There's, well, there's no other event in the world, fishing event, and I've been to them in 50 countries that compares with this gifting experience because as you said not everybody wins yeah but once they haul their wagon down the hallway right, everyone's right. a winner right? everybody and everyone's a and winner. everybody likes free stuff oh, oh yeah, that's right. Right. yeah, yeah you know and listen when we were you know you know started this event and as we were working towards it it was getting better and we brought in more people you know and also you know we're representing jimmy's name our brand of the tournament but it's jimmy's name that's on it and everything's just got to be done first class, and we're proud of that. You know, we think of what are the ten things that you want to have at a at a fishing tournament? Well, right off the bat, prize money. We've got that. The rings, nobody's got that. The gifting, there's nobody in the world that does the gifting like we do. You know, the parties, the food, the entertainment. We've got live live entertainment every single night. You know, and it just goes on and on to where you add all that up. And when you're the best at every category, every tournament is, it's not even a comparable. It's and, a winner. And, and Todd, you know, just talking to some of the winners here over the last, what, 11, 11 years? 11 years. 11 years. Talking to the winners. Now, you know, they, they win a, a, good, a good bit of money. Yes. But every one of them said, Coach, I'm not concerned about how much money we won. I want that ring. That's it. They want to be in you the ring that? of honor. Oh, they do. I've seen a couple teams that have been brokenhearted because they were one one fish too short. You know, they yep. didn't have that one catch. One was 26 seconds. Yeah. Okay. They still won a couple hundred thousand dollars, but it doesn't matter. They didn't get this. Right. They didn't get the ring. Yeah. It's about pride. It's yeah. about bragging rights. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It is 100%. Now, Coach, last time we did this together, you were pre-Hall of Fame. Now uh, you are post Hall well, of Fame. Well, you know I, I've got to get to, uh, get on J Row because he always gets it every time he introduces me. I, I went 
into the College Football Hall of Fame about 10 years or so ago. And, and, and really, I didn't win the games. You know, the, I had great assistant coaches, great players at University of Miami. Uh, they won the game. You know, but I went to the College Hall of Fame. And then about four years ago, I went into the Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Now, if you're sitting on the set with Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, Michael Strahan, you're going to go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And, and then in, in, uh, in 2020, uh, I, I ended up going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Of course, I think I've got 17 players in the Pro Football Hall of Fame that I either recruited, coached, or drafted. Wow, that's great. Mm, that's and, incredible. And so that's probably more than anybody that's ever done it. Well, that speaks to the team. And yeah. that's yeah. like the, you know, the fish heart events. I mean, they have a great team from yeah. top to bottom. Yeah, we do. Exactly. They really do. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. hundred percent. You know, I, we, I watched, um, you know, that Sunday when they honored you and then, you know, Michael was there and the whole, and Terry was there and they right. all had a lot of really nice, great things to say about you. Every, every bit of everything that they said was earned. Well, well I appreciate that. I've been fortunate to be around great people, just mm -hmm. like with this tournament. Uh, if you surround yourself with great people that are talented, that are passionate, you know, I've got a lot of coaches and, and general managers, people come down to the Keys and they ask, you know, hey, hey give me a couple of secrets. Hey, R.C. Buford, the general manager of the Spurs, he's been down there a couple of years. Mm -hmm. He said, coach, he said, you know, Popovich is going to probably leave one of these days. Would you be concerned about a college coach? I said, listen, if I'm hiring somebody, just like with assistant coaches or telling the general manager to hire a head coach, mm -hmm. give me somebody that's intelligent, that's passionate about what they do, that's willing to work around the clock mm -hmm. to get it done. No, no doubt. Yeah. I, don't yeah. care what, I don't care what they know. Right. They'll learn what to do. But that's what we have with this tournament with Todd. You know, he's passionate, he's smart, and he'll work around the clock. That's why it's so successful. And on our behalf, yeah, thank like you, Papa's Coach. We yeah, appreciate yeah. that because we do. Then that's exactly it, and that's what it takes. It takes, you know, we were talking about my little guy Jack hitting home runs. Yeah, yeah. and you know, there's a bunch of kids in the league, and everybody's doing their thing, but nobody's outworking him. He's doing a thousand swings a week right now. Wow, you know, and I mean, that's, that's why you know there's six kids in the league that all have one home run. He's got twelve. Right. Yeah. I mean, because Tater, but it's well, it's not because he was born. He was just. He's working at it. He's, he's athletic. He's smart, but he just wants to work. Come on, Dad. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yep. But, but, Todd, I've got to take credit for these last four. Because, <laughs> 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 you know, Val had me do the video for yeah. Oh, yeah. I had my Hall of Fame, you know, shirt on, and I said, Jack, I said, let me tell you. I'm in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and I never hit a walk-off home run. <laughs> right. Congratulations! Oh, and he heard that. He was he was so excited. He he went the next game and hit four, four swings, <laughs> yeah. four home runs, yeah. and he was just like, "Did you tell Coach?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, on behalf of being a sponsor with the tournament way back when, when it first started out, I mean, we're the world's most ultra premium rum. Oh yeah. The way that the effort that we put into it, the team that we have behind it. And, you know, we get to pick and choose where we go, and we've always chosen to be with these guys. What you guys have done in the last 10 years is remarkable because there's a lot of people trying to do, you know, some, some craft liquors of different sorts and stuff, and they're trying to hit the market, and they can't penetrate. Right. These guys made a good product. They've got a great team, and they were patient. And they've worked it, but they, they're knocking on doors and they're getting a product out there. And there where are. they are now, and I don't even know numbers, but I know that you guys are getting a market share. We're yeah. we starting to double every year. Yeah, I, I can tell you this 100% because a lot of times celebrities will do an endorsement, et cetera, et cetera. Every time I go out fishing, 
me and my buddies, we'll have a cold drink on the boat. But as soon as that boat hits the dock and we wash the boat and clean the fish, we're in that pool and we have some papas right there. There Perfect, you go. Right. That's it. That's since it. we're on hey, the back, topic. Back I, the I, car up over there. Fill up Coach's truck right now. <laughs> since we're on the topic, I'd be remiss not to mention um, the fact that I have also been with this tournament since its inception. Yes, you have. And I, I, this tournament is always a soft spot in my heart. It really is because I have literally grown up in this tournament yeah and as an artist as a professional um and this is always my favorite time of year it always happens on the week of my birthday i mean it's this is always just the most special week i, re and I remember the first year you were doing little stick figures and stuff coconuts and no, no but i mean it, it really this is it, it really has been such an honor to work with you and you and, and you no, it's all been great. Years. And he holds, he does all the branding. So every time yeah. you see something, that Dennis does that. He designs right. all that. He's just the talent that comes out from here, through here is I can't do it. And yeah. to brag no. on him a little bit, it resonates from him all through his team. I mean, the podcast that he does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's got an entire Puppets Pilar bar at his gallery. There's no oh, really? other. There's no I'd other love artist for you to visit. World. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'd like the place. Oh, I think yeah. you'd like the place a lot. I, I may have to go there after fishing. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. That'd yeah. be great. Well, listen. Good. We thank you very much from the bottom of my heart, or from the bottom of our hearts, for everything that you do. Well, yeah, thank, thanks, you coach. Thank you. you. Really, first yeah. class all the way. Thank yes. you. Thank you, coach. Thanks, Dennis. Thank thanks, Mike. Absolutely. Okay. My appreciate pleasure, it, brother. Okay, guys. Every time. Thanks. Okay. All right. I'm holding off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're holding on well. <laughs> You're looking good, coach. You're looking good. Thank you, coach. Well, wow, that was a, a surprise. He wasn't scheduled to come on until, uh, what do I have him, until, until 4.30. So you, he came on 15 minutes. But ago, you know but what? Nice. That's awesome. Absolutely. You know, he's one of those guys that when, when he shows up and he walks around the entire gifting suite, spends time everywhere, but he spends most of his time at the Pup of Spilar booth. Right. Or your booth. Right, right. And, you know. His, I think we took about a, a, a 12 dozen uh, photos with him and the guitar today. It was, right. You know, Perfect. A lot of fun. He enjoys it. He signs it. and Well, you, you know, know, he gives his time. He, yeah. he just doesn't lend his name. He gives his time. And quite frankly, it's a community. And right. you and I have talked about communities a lot. It's so important. It, it really is. It, it's actually it is the most important. And, and this that really is what the name Connected by Water is all about when it comes down to it. We, the reason that we named our company that is because we recognized the community, the bubble, and how it's really just, it goes beyond just the bubble. You think you're in a bubble, but really, it's we're all connected by water. We are connected yeah. by water. And, you and know, if that doesn't speak community, then I don't know what does. With Pops Pilar, it's very, very uncommon that you get a, you know, a company. And we're, we're a Florida-based company. We're also national, international, you know, distributed. But you know, we support Captains for Clean Water. Mm -hmm. We support, um, of our 40 ambassadors, I think we sit on 32 different water boards. That's great. And because it's about water. It's all and, about water. And as you know, when you build in a community, it's not so much you're asking people to join your community, but you're asking to join theirs. Correct. Because then you get the reach. Then yep. you get, you know, it, it starts to, to feather out. You get their followers, their followers, and... Uh, you get like-minded people, two like-minded people, you can turn that into tens of thousands. You know, you hear a lot of people complain about, oh, how the world is or, you know, all these different things about society and today. And 
how can you make a difference? It's almost like people feel defeated when they when they start talking like that. Right. But really, at the end of the day, you know, when you build it, like we're talking about building it organically and truthfully and honestly yep. and lovingly, quite frankly, that's how you can make the change. It's passion. Everybody can make a difference. You know what yeah. they need to do? Take one step. Mm-hmm. Okay. Make one phone call. Yeah. Put one post. You can make a difference. We're we're dealing with the state of Florida on a uh, on a water bill that has to do with getting you know Lake Okeechobee, getting the water, send it south. Right. I mean, east west doesn't work. It's not natural. We're losing seagrasses in Florida Bay. Absolutely. We're losing we're losing you know bait fish down in Florida Bay. It's you go to flats that used to have three feet of eelgrass on them, and now you have uh, baby barracuda and maybe a crab that's lost. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but you can make a difference. You can get involved. You can. Get educated. You got to get educated. You have I mean, to get that's educated. That's the thing. You, you got to know your head from your ass when it comes to this stuff. Because that's if, right. if you don't, then then you're not going to you're gonna get in the way. Lead follower, get out of the way. Listen, right? if, you, if you don't know your head from your ass, you're probably wiping the wrong thing. That's right. Okay? That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, and I, I really want to say that, you know, I that's one of the reasons. One of the reasons. Because there's, there's many reasons. One of the reasons that we get so excited about our relationship with you guys. Because we know where you're, you guys stand. Right on it because there is there's a bottom dollar value in this world but there is also intrinsic value in this world and that is worth a ton more well you know what we uh conservation is in our dna Mm -hmm. and it's in yours right it's just you know it's 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 a true partnership 100 percent. we don't sponsor events we Mm -hmm. either partner or we don't partner and it's, what it's exactly been, the way we've always done it too. And what we've been doing together, the difference mm-hmm. that we've been able to make. Right. I'm proud of it, man. You know how I started doing that was I was talking to a good friend of mine, Bernard Paulus, which is Nicole's father. Sure. Right. And he's a very accomplished businessman. Early on in my career, I'm like, I wanted to get involved with these guys and, and they wanted this much for a sponsorship and I don't they didn't have any money and I was just starting out. And he goes, You know what you tell them, Dennis? He goes, Listen, what I can't give you in money i can give you in time sure and he goes explain to them that that that's a hell of a lot more valuable right and that's how i started and i took that advice to to heart and and that's how i started and i started realizing wow that's actually a better way to operate it's a much better way than throwing money at your problems you know what you could you can throw money at problems money doesn't fix stuff you know what fixes stuff is passion hands on yeah grassroots and like you said grow organically Right. Whether it's with a partner, whether it's with an organization, whether it's, you know, it's a family, it's yeah. community. And yep. if you lose that sense of community, that's when you start to feel like despair. Like, I can't make a difference. Right. Everybody can make a difference. It doesn't matter if you're a corporation or if you're an individual. Mm-hmm. Everybody can make a difference. Just get involved. Get your hands wet. Get your kids out there. Put the iPhone down for a minute. Yeah. Go fishing. Go to the beach. Go surfing. You know, just get out there. Get some sun on your face. And uh, the world will make a lot more sense to you. You know, sometimes I try to think about, you know, because the fishing community is a very powerful community. Yes. Um, And it speaks volumes, you know, to the network of it all. But I always wonder, like, to me, the, the fishing community just always seems much more powerful than any of the rest of them and i and i try to ask myself why i can't put my finger on it most of the times though it's it's passion yeah everybody that fishes particularly take tournaments for example none of these guys that are fishing this tournament ever started to fish to make a check 
Right. Okay. And they didn't continue fishing to make a check. Mm-hmm. They chose a lifestyle and, and they live it. And, you know, quite frankly, I was fortunate enough. I grew up in northern Maine. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we didn't even have ABC. There was no Monday night football until I was like 17 years old. Right. So we grew up fishing and hunting and, you know, some of us were trapping. But uh, fishing was always accessible. And in this day and age, there's fishing clinics put on by IGFA, by Fish Florida, um, local fishing clubs. There's mm-hmm. ways that you can get your kids involved. That's it. I'm glad you brought up the local fishing clubs because I think that's really, really important um, for people to get involved with at the local Absolutely. level. Because things can spawn out, you know, from there. Absolutely. You know, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, realistically speaking, what you mentioned about, you know, having the passion before the dollar. I was talking to Paul Robertson um, from Fishing for Muscular Dystrophy. Yeah, just a, just a Great few minutes group. ago. Just outstanding, outstanding man. Paul's one of the best people I've ever he met is. in my entire life. He really is. I call him Mister Wonderful because he truly is. But he was telling me about how they lost one at the boat in the last hour, and they they were right there, mm-hmm. and how they lost one about an hour ago or an hour before, and they caught they hooked up with one at four oh one. Yeah. Those three fish would have won the sure. tournament for them. Sure. As close as they were. And I said, oh, Paul, I'm so sorry. You know, I, I felt so bad for him. He was Dennis. We had a great time. Yeah, it was fishing. That's probably the best tournament we've ever had in South Florida because they come from Maryland. Sure. Right. He goes, it's the best South Florida tournament that we've ever had. And um, I'm just thankful is what he said. I said, man, that's a great outlook. Well, if you can't have a good time when you go on fishing, particularly with family and or friends, mm-hmm. um, you know, grab a golf club. Yep. I guarantee you'll start fishing again pretty soon. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. We got another guy joining us here, Jordan DeLong from Contender Boats. Yes. How you doing, hey, Jordan? Jordan? I'm doing well. How are you, brother? Yeah. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. So you are also a title sponsor um, for the tournament, um, and um, you guys have been with the tournament pretty much the whole entire run, haven't you? Yes. So kind of give us your opinion on your thoughts about this tournament and what it means to Contender Boats. Um, obviously, the you know, the, the format and the layout of the tournament itself is, is incredible, and especially opening up the boundaries and allowing more, more people to fish and, mm-hmm. you know, better, uh, better competition, which is always good. Yep. Um, and, you know, you can't, uh, you can't deny the social aspect of, uh, of the tournament here and the parties that are put on. That is true. Uh, you know, we talked about that a little bit ago. This is the, I mean, this is the biggest party off, you know, well, there's the greatest show on surf or whatever it is going to start calling yeah, this thing, go. right? It really is. I mean, that's what people always say. All right, another tournament. Okay, million dollars. All right, cool. Everyone likes money, and you know what I mean. But but really, everyone blows this tournament up just because of everything that's happening today. And you take and it happens all week. Really, you take a look at the presenting sponsors: Yamaha Contender, Papas Pilar. I mean, you know, you get ultra premium brands. Yeah, and we want to be you know involved together. We want to push this thing forward, and you guys get it. I mean, you have Amanda and Rob over there now, right? Yep, absolutely. There you go. Yep, she's one of my favorites. Yeah, they're awesome. Rob's okay. Yeah, but I, I like Amanda a lot. That's uh, that's a common uh, <laughs> common. <sentiment. laughs> Tell me a little bit about the new contender you guys have uh, that just came out. The uh, the forty four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's an incredible boat. I mean, you know, I have a good friend of mine, uh, Nate Klutznik, yeah. Florida Florida man, yeah, just just got his hands on one. He's absolutely in love with that boat, and it's gorgeous. Yeah, he built a beautiful one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's it's game changing. I mean, you know. Really, even with the 39s, everybody says, oh, what a big boat, you know. Mm-hmm. 
but we we run into the issue over and over again of running out of room to put stuff in the boat you know right and uh, we got the 44 and the first one is like well i don't know how anybody's going to fill this up and they quickly figured it out sure <laughs> yeah so, yeah nate knows how to fill things up that's for sure yeah he was uh <laughs> he was uh he was cool to build a boat for he built a really really nice one he's a great guy too yeah absolutely yeah, absolutely so Take me through some of the details with this. What's changed on this 44 that's so much different than the 39? Well, I mean, the, the biggest thing really for me is, you know, the cockpit space and the ability to fish more people, more fuel. Obviously, mm -hmm. bigger boat runs better in a big sea, um, which is, you know, it's really you know, game changing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, contender boats. How long has Contender been? You're a South Florida-based company. South Florida-based company. We were founded in... Uh, we started building boats in 1982. We were incorporated in 1984. Okay. Um, so we've been around quite a while. We're still owned by the, the same gentleman, the founder, which mm -hmm. is uh, very, very rare in the marine boat industry. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, just doing our thing. So, so I, I have... Somebody told me, and maybe you, you can shed some light on this, how the name Contender came about do you know the backstory of that i honestly do not you do not i heard that it was writing names on a napkin and and drawing up where and then they couldn't come up with it and then finally the owner said i don't know i just want my boat to be a contender there you go and that's how they got the name i think i just wanted you to verify or, or double I check that's right i could have been yeah. a contender yeah I but, can't verify, but maybe next time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Get back to me on that one because I want to verify it because that's a pretty cool story. So yeah. I wanted I wanted to see. So talk to us a little bit about this tournament. Um, you've been you guys have been associated with it from the beginning. Yep. Um, and give us your opinion on it. Like, I mean, the rule structure is is, is pretty standard across the board. I mean, the best of the best come out um, to see this one. So give me some of your thoughts on the show. I, you know, I think. Uh, like I said earlier, I think it's important, you know, when they opened it up to the to the multi inlet, um, I think it really kind of brought everybody in and, and yeah. made it a made it absolutely a world class event. And, yeah. um, you know, it is the best of the best. And, um, you know, as far as uh, the rule structure and all that, it, like you said, it's pretty, pretty standard across the board. Yeah. Um, nothing too crazy. But, um, you know, the, between like I touched on earlier, between the, the party tonight and the, the gifting experience, which mm -hmm. you can't beat. It's uh, very generous of them to like give their other presenting sponsors a boat too. I mean, I just can't believe I'm <laughs> absolutely blown away. Absolutely. No, I fished on a contender for years. A tournament fished on on um, you know, with the the double diamond. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. With, for with Gerard Weigel, I, yeah. I fished on that boat. Tournament fished for about five years straight with him, yeah. and I used to love that boat. That was a thirty-three tournament at the time. I think it right. He bought he bought one of uh, he bought one of our tournament boats, so he had a thirty nine at one point. He's got a thirty nine now, yeah. I think, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and but the one I was fishing on was the was his first contender, which, okay. which was the thirty three. Okay, and I mean I love that boat, and I love fishing on that. You know, it really was just got up and went, and yeah, handled beautifully, like very stable vessel. One yeah. of my best friends, uh, Captain Robert Collins, just bought a thirty nine. Okay, great boat. Yeah, what I a nice platform. I fished on a thirty nine all. All tournament and uh, it is you know it's undeniable yeah. we get i've been fishing on a lot of 44s recently but you get back on a 39 you forget um how special that boat is too yeah you know. i'm actually i'm actually doing a wrap for um a 39 contender up in maryland uh for that pete goditis just just got okay uh, for blood money yep yeah that was the name of that boat so which is interesting because i know we don't like saying the c word on the show no but um no c word he he runs like the he Blood money is for stands for like he's got this blood business, 
and he does, but he's been making a killing on like COVID testing for all, yeah. all the blood and everything. Like, so you he said wants it. Me, you said the c word. Oh, I did. I said it. So he he wants me. To, he wants me to put design his rap with a bunch of those little things, the spiky things. The spiky things. Yeah. On his, I'm like, really, Pete? Come on. He's like, I don't know. I made a killing. That's how I got the boat. I'm like, okay. So anyway, Susan. Stuff just got a lot prettier around here. Yeah, you know. I mean, you gotta let me. Uh, let's uh, hold on. Turn the turn around the other way. Turn around the other way. Yep. There you go. Because we want to we want to hear your beautiful voice. <laughs> yeah, that thirty nine special. It your is. bait your bait system is like the best. I mean, it's so nice to look. You know, after three quarters of the day and everything's still swimming. Yeah. That's incredible. We we definitely hear that a lot. You you yeah. are able to customize our boats, especially the larger boats, and mm-hmm. get exactly what you want. I mean, floor well, you can even pick us. We have three different size floor wells. You can do from a 60 to, I think it's a 110 mm-hmm. um, in the floor. And the two on the transom, you can add a third in the transom. We can do external wells. So, I mean, you know, we definitely. That's fantastic. I just say any, any good boat should be customizable. That, that's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. Joining us here is the fantastic and wonderful good friend of mine, Susan Renison. Nice to see you. Nick. Welcome to the podcast Thank once you. again. Thank You're you. You're no stranger to the show. I'm not. Right? I love um, it. Susan here is the uh, the head of all the marketing, right? And and beyond. Events. No. In events? I right, do events, events. Okay. and community affairs. We get right. involved in the community and uh, do a lot of good things out there to represent the tribe and the hard rock. Absolutely. So you're basically... You're the face of this whole thing. You're, you put forth the face of this whole thing, right? I, I try. Yeah. You, it's you, not you, bad. You, you <laughs> do a fantastic job. That's why I didn't want to mess up my hair. You know, I was <laughs> putting my headsets on. Like, you know, it's important. Hey, listen. No, it's good. Every time I come here, it keeps getting better and better. And right? I live here. You know, but like every you got every time I turn around, you get something new going on. I here. know this place is amazing. When it's blowing up. It's ex- absolutely exploding. And you know what? One of the funny things happened where I think COVID. We were one of the places that were so reactive to keeping it yep. clean and you know making it a safe environment for people yeah. during COVID that it carried over and and thank God our business is doing well and people are enjoying the environment and the yep. new guitar and all the mm-hmm. restaurants and shopping so yeah we've been blessed 100% I mean I remember when we last time we podcast the guitar hotel just went up mm, right oh my god Pre- but, right right before covid right yeah. before it happened and i was like oh my god it, you know it was absolutely beautiful and wonderful but then we couldn't really enjoy it the way we needed to enjoy it but now I we know. can right so we're, yeah now it's back yeah now it's back 100 percent. yeah so um and hard rock live is just getting like all the shows yeah. are coming back and like the elton john just played the other night we got sting coming sting. here right ringo star coming here paul mccartney paul, but does it get any bigger than paul mccartney no no billy joel i mean i, I yeah, Metal can play here too right Metallica yeah, not too long ago. you have alicia I, keys coming there you go okay she's that's it. She's amazing. You know, so do bill- I call you for tickets or who, yeah. who do I talk to? Forget, forget you see me. <laughs> um, yeah, we have um, the most incredible variety of shows. We're supposed to be um, moving away from classic rock and going towards the younger generation to expose them more and be more musically diverse. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, the 
classic rock stars are just killing it. They are just killing it. They're bringing the noise. Are you kidding they, me? They yeah. do bring in the noise. Elton John was I an was, amazing listen, show. Rolling Stones. Couldn't I was, believe it. I was, and you had Guns N' Roses. Listen, I was so upset that we had, not upset, but because I still had a great time Tuesday night up at their, their rooftop uh-huh. bar, right? But I didn't realize it. We're there, and I'm sitting there, and I look at my phone, and I see someone post it. They're at the Hard Rock, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to see Elton John tonight at the Hard Rock. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. I'm actually in the building, and he's playing the night, and I didn't even know about it. It just shows you how out of well, touch Well, probably the most embarrassing night. thing is that you guys were wearing the same outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was embarrassing at all. <laughs> I like my glitter. <laughs> you look good in pink. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So how else has everything been? Everything is amazing. We're Tell me some new things less here. New, oh, Lord. What do you got going on? We, uh, we're just experienced such a, such a boon because all of the charity things that mm-hmm. we do and all the community involvement, all the casino events, everything's like tripled because it's stacked up. Yeah. So, you know, we're doing gala after gala and mm-hmm. big parties. We've got the 50th celebration of the Hard Rock coming up. Really? It, yeah. It happened during COVID. Uh, so we're, we've been celebrating all year. But the culmination of it is June 14th. And it's a, a big 50th year gala and celebration of all things Hard Rock all Fantastic. over the world. Fantastic. Yeah. Anything we can do to get involved or help you out with that, please let us know. Well, have you do a... 50th painting dennis this year came incredible as thank usual, you very much but that 50th year painting is done deal all right in my and, mind let me know and uh you're involved in Winterfest now so, so you, that is true yeah, so news. i went to the Winterfest um <laughs> gala with uh brit and, and alexa right uh-huh. and it was it was the theme was frozen it was over the top and it was phenomenal thank it was you. absolutely gorgeous the work that you guys do with that but I am the artist for the Hard Rock Winterfest this year now. So I am the official She's, artist for this year's Winterfest. And yeah. they celebrated 50 years last year. Yep. They said so last year's was 50, 50. This is 51. Yep. Right. And, I, and I'm proud to be involved. And it's, you know, it's this. We got the artwork in the mix right now. We're getting everything it's developed. Incredible. We're probably going to be rolling some stuff out in March on the down low with, with, with yeah. the crew and Exciting. Lisa and all them. And yeah. Yeah. But we're excited about the way things are progressing right we'll now. We'll have to do a big press conference. Absolutely. Roll you out big. Yeah. And we have actually big plans because the one thing that Winterfest, the, the, the board came to me and said, they said, Dennis, we know that apparel is your bread and butter. And they wanted to do better in that space. So we are actually going to be working on a new apparel program with them oh, as wow. well. So we're not only, wow. I'm not only am I the artist for them, we're actually partnering up with them this year. On a That's bunch great. Of and I hate, because you're right. I hate to speak out of turn, but contender with that 110 gallon, uh, you know, live well on the, uh, on the 44, mm-hmm. that will be filled with Polar for the Winterfest <laughs> boat parade. <laughs> Wow, right. are, have you it. guys been are in the parade? Are you going to have a boat in the parade? Could we twist like your arms? You should. Yeah. 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 You really should. It's just such a fun night out on the water. Right. And we do some amazing things with it. There are a million people lined the intercoastal for that night. Well, yeah. and as, as an old uh, 501c3 guy for a third of my life, I just like to take the opportunity to say thank you for everything that you guys mm. do for the community. I mean, it's absolutely overwhelming i mean i chris chris and i are friends and but just watching what you guys do in and around the community and the different charities you guys support 
well done. I mean, Thank, really you well know, done. That well put, it, it that is well put. That is very true. Yeah. And I, yeah, it was something that was instilled uh, by the Seminole Tribal Council right. and the original Seminoles that were involved when we got involved with the Hard Rock portion of it, where when we started making money here, uh, Max Osceola, Chris, and all of those guys were like, you know what? It's so vital to give back to this community that gave to us when we didn't have shoes, when they were giving right. us shoes, when they were buying our trinkets. And uh, Max said it best one time when they took over the um, Hard Rock. He said, yeah, we're, we're buying it back one hamburger at a time. You know? <laughs> so it was you know, a classic Max Osceola. What a, what a fine yeah. gentleman he is and the, the, the expansion and the, and the nationwide reach that you have it is, is it's yep. humbling. It is it's really incredible. Humbling. And we do a global philanthropy with our Why Hunger program. But uh, locally, it's really, really important to this tribe that we take care of the community that took care of them. So that's why we're so involved, not only in giving money because it's like give a person a fish and right. they, you know that yeah. adage that you yep. guys i'm sure are very familiar absolutely with. um so we personally get involved and assist them in their fundraising efforts and you know take them to another level and that's as important as giving them money sometimes. you instill passion you instill pride and dennis and i talked about it earlier and what you guys do with all your charitable giving it's time Time is irreplaceable. Money, absolutely. Money's one thing, but if you can, if you can teach a person, if you can be involved, you see that pride swelling up in them yep. when when they can do it on their own. On their own, and then they turn into mentors. That's exactly right. Like I say, give a person a contender. Okay? <laughs> and, they'll be your friend for the rest of their life. They'll be friend, and they will teach people to fish. Honestly, Especially if you feel alive well with the I know. I know. Joe Neighbor feels that way. Oh yeah, I'm sure he does. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, Susan, real real quick, I be, before you jump off here, I, I just want to just also speak that I am so proud of the Seminole community because they don't have to do all the things that you just talked about. They don't have to. No. They could do perfectly well just opening up this casino, making it a beautiful place, and just calling it a day right there. You're which a lot which right. a lot of which a lot of other communities I'll say say like that do. Mm-hmm. But not the Seminole tribe. They don't. And they don't rest on their laurels either. They don't. They continue not only to give back, but to grow. Yep. And to mentor employees and grow people from within and have their reach yep. go a little bit more globally. Absolutely. So it's very exciting. Absolutely. Company. Give me some parting words regarding Todd and Val and this, this beautiful <laughs> tournament that they put together. It's it's and it, it's very exciting that we're part of it. And we started um, in at Ocean Reef and mm-hmm. um, with um, we said the Big Chill with yep, Jimmy yep, Johnson's yep, Big Chill. Yep. And we were all so enthralled with it and enthralled with them and the work that they did and how professional the tournament uh, the tournament is that we um, were determined to bring it here to yep. the Hard Rock. Not only sponsor them there, but get them here. And then we brought them to Atlantic City. So yep. I'm oh, we looking forward there, to that we? tournament this year, too. We had a good too. time up there. Yep. Yeah, Can't that was wait. a blast. And my family's from that area, so I and get so to go mine. spend yeah. uh, 
some time there as well. So yeah, we're we loved Han and Val and everything that they've brought to this tournament and Jason and Lauren and yep. the new baby coming, I'm yeah, sure they're gonna be coming. involved. Couple yeah. weeks, couple yeah. weeks. Yeah, <laughs> couple weeks. They're very excited about it. They should be. They should be. I know Jason yeah. won't that's all he talks about. That, oh my god. That's all right. he's texting me about non stop the texting right. me, texting me now about the baby, the baby, the baby. <laughs> Did you see the, this picture? They get these little scans, the 3D scans. Have you seen this picture yet? It looked like a weather system. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Jason, all right, it's, that's cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. Very excited. <laughs> anyway, listen, when Hard Rock Thank came you. into the picture, it was a game changer for all of us, and we appreciate everything that you guys do. Very Thank much. You. Yeah, thank you so thank much. Thank you. Love having you guys here. Yeah, we love you, too. Thank we you. We love you, too. Thank you. Yep. Hard Rock. Hard Rock. Hard Rock yeah. rocks. Hard Rock rocks. It's always so nice having Susan for me. Really, she she really dressed. The I place love her to up. death. I mean, you know, once Ferguson left, I yeah, mean, we were like the eye candy. She made here. me look good too, right? We Sitting were like right the eye candy here, oh, and then all of a sudden we weren't. <laughs> so, so I've been here like probably overstayed my welcome. No, I think you're gonna stay the whole show, right? Am I? Can you? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, as long as we can keep well, drinking. We don't, we, here's the thing, though, Mike. As long as we can keep drinking. Pops Pilar. We can keep drinking Pops Never Pilar. Never spectator. Here's the thing, though, Mike. Right, You've been on one episode, right? But I feel like you're involved in every single episode that we do because we talk about all the episodes all the time. Right? Right. And I let you know, hey, this guy's coming on next. And we're excited about Rob coming in and Carl coming in and, you know, George and, and Paul and, and, and all, you know, Castro. Yeah, and Ringo. And, John. Right. <laughs> Um, but I want to take advantage of the fact that I have you here now. So I, I want you to stay. I want you to hold me <laughs> so badly right now. I want to hold you. But you Beatles. know, it's, we talked about it before. It's about community. Yeah. I mean, you take a look at uh, the community you've built. I've built. Contenders built. Contenders is, is like a culture. Yeah. You know, um, or a cult. Depends how you look at it. A cult. <laughs> I like the whole cult thing. Yeah. Culture. 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 You know, I for like, a while. I like cults and kilts. <laughs> yeah, cults and kilts. You know, what was that old joke? Why is there no jokes about the Jonestown Massacre? Why? Because the punchline was too long. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that wrong? No, no. With everything no, going on in the world, with the poor people that are suffering in Ukraine. Oh, my with, God. You know, the people without health care that are getting COVID. I think every once in a while, if you could just, like, sit back and... Put on some headphones and right. talk to like-minded people and look around this room at all these very, very wealthy people that seem to be enjoying themselves getting free stuff. Free yeah. stuff, right. It's like, dude, listen, it's there's, free. There's, you can't really see it on the camera right now, but there's a party over there. There's a party outside you can definitely hear, right? We got the outside patio going on, right? We got all the gifting going on. People are still walking around, mingling, drinking some rum. Right, getting some free stuff, and they're getting all their their performance shirts that we made, and uh, everyone got to take a peek at the guitar today. Right, and you know which we're we'll be auctioning off live this, this evening. evening. And you know, was, there may be more than one bidder for it this year. I have a feeling yeah. that that this year, no pun intended. Well, pun intended. I pun would say intended. no pun intended, but there's always pun, pun intended. Pun Sorry, intended. right? Come on. This year, there is a real contender. Nice for nice the guitar. In Papa's bum, 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 Pilar, rum, right? So yeah. they, they are going to give uh, Chris Osceola a run for his money this year, right? And um, so far, Chris Osceola has purchased at live auction five. Well, this is number five. So we're not going to say five yet, right? Yet. Four ish. Four ish. Four ish. Four ish. But um, 
We got a we got a real true contender. Now usually people try to throw their hat in the ring, throw their hat in the ring. Chris is always there going, Nope, nope. nope he's strong. Nope. He's, he's a he's strong, strong supporter of charity. He's strong. And for, you know, yeah. He always steps up. Yeah, well it speaks to everything we just talked to Susan about too. You know, where that that's really, you know, where the heart is at, you know, and these you take a look at where the Seminole tribe came, and that really hit home for me when she said, you know, they were buying our trinkets. They were coming to, you know, our experiences. Giving us shoes. And yeah. our shoes. Yeah. Shoes. Yep. I mean, something that we take for granted. Yeah. Um, it's humbling. It's humbling. And they, it, what are they, winning the world one hamburger at a time? And yeah. I got to say, they, the burgers here are awesome. Everything here is awesome. We're yeah. we're over here. We're getting smoked by the meat oh, bones guys yeah. outside. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everything here is awesome. Listen, I mean, we 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 took the girls to the the cafeteria area, yeah. right? And I had like these lo mein and bourbon chicken, and you're thinking, okay, it's gonna be like the mall, right? It's no, not. it's not like the mall. It's fantastic. No. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, the food for this party is outrageous. I mean, just the seafood spread and the right you know, all the. The food's incredible. You can tell they go all out. They do go all out. Well, listen. Well, they have ultra-premium partners like us. They should go all out. Absolutely. We're used to this. We're used to this sort of treatment. I mean, (laughs) there's many more people that have come up to him and I, and they want us to autograph their babies and stuff. (laughs) No, there's still time. I've got a Sharpie. Hey, I've got a Sharpie. What did you say last (laughs) night? With uh, shaking babies and kissing hands, shaking babies and kissing hands, baby. That's what we do. That's what we do. Now listen, the bottom line is anything that Todd and Val and Jimmy touch turns to gold. Absolutely, yeah. it really does. I mean, you look at this tournament, you look at the Atlantic City tournament, you look at everything that they do at the South, the South Beach Seafood Festival. I mean, it is just gold, all of yeah. it. Right. This event, I, I can't. I I can sit here and talk for two weeks about this event. It's really like I work it. This is my job, right? I work this event. This this today is one of my favorite days of the year, yep. really, because it's it's just the way everything flows and the way everything puts together. I get to see all my friends, right? And I, I fish with half the guys I fish in this tournament, you know. And and I'm creating art and I'm, I'm able to celebrate what I do with my crowd all in one place at the best place in all of South Florida. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not working today. That this isn't work. It can't be work. Is it possible that this is work? No. No, right? Well, it could be work. Could be work. Could I, mean, be I made a few bucks the other night in the lounge. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's another story. It's a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> Have you hit the tables yet? Uh, you know what? I love the hard rock, but this place was not built on winner's money. Right. Uh, I'm one of those guys. You didn't pretty, make any donations at the table I'm, then? No, I'm very conservative about uh, about placing bets. Yeah. Um, you know, I uh, I watched some of my coworkers Ooh. last night were playing war. Mm-hmm. I used to play that with my grandmother. She never took my money. Right. These guys were dumping money like it was nothing. Right. And laughing. And they say, Mike, you got to get on it. It's war. It's like, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> you know, I'm not getting in on that. Nice, nice to bring it all around. Yeah, exactly. Now, you know, I'm I'm not a big. Uh, I do like the bet on football. Hey, sit down. Um, do not like to bet on anything that has a human riding an animal's back. Don't trust it. How you doing? Put the headphones. And, and what about highlight? Do you ever go to highlight for on time? I've never been. 
I don't get it. You bet on the guy with the biggest right arm. I mean, I don't know how rigged is that sport. Yeah. How rigged is highlight? Come on, Dennis. How, you know how rigged everything. is highlight? Yeah. Listen, all I know is they catch a ball in a basket like it's racquetball. Yeah. Right. How do you rig that? Who do you bet on? The guy with the biggest right arm or left arm? <laughs> you get some of these guys that I bouncing guess. off the walls that look like Simone Biles. Okay, and then the next, the next, the next time they come out, they're holding the hammy, right? And it's like, how do you bet on this stuff? Yeah, you just pick a number. Yeah. So I pick not interested. Not in area. Not interested. I don't think I've yeah. ever seen highlight ever. No. I've been the highlight before, right? I actually, I've been the Dania highlight, but highlight wasn't going. I was there for some other poker night. This is before this casino was around, right? This is a long time ago. But that's the only time I ever set foot in a highlight place. Like, do they still do it? I went there twice. Yeah? I still don't get it. Nah. So joining us right now is my good friend Dawson Pritchett. Nice. Who might be able to shed some light on this because he is with Visit Fort Lauderdale. Or Visit Lauderdale, right? Sorry. Yeah, Fort, pretty good. Right? Um, and he is the master of um, sports here, right? Sports and entertainment, Sports baby. and entertainment. So... Can you shed some light on the highlight aspect of I, it? I really wish I could come in and be like, all right, boys, here's why it's legit. Here's right. why you need to go watch highlight. Is that mine? Couldn't. Yeah, that's all you do. All right. You're crushing that drink. <laughs> Don't pretend. Uh, yeah, no. Highlight, uh, it's got a certain reputation. Yeah. No one really knows what they're betting on. To me, it's like horse racing. You're yeah. just picking colors or a name, and I you're mean, like, this, this sounds cool. Let's right. put some money down and see what happens. And if you're pretty sure on who you're betting, it's probably because you know who's going to win. Yeah, right. I don't say that for sure. I'm just saying it, has, right. it has a certain you reputation. You say all you can say. <laughs> like you all know, right. Gulfstream. That's another situation. You go down there, you watch those horses. These people right. are like watching these horses. They're like, oh, look right. how he's trotting. Like that's a that's yeah. a big thing right there. Like I'm putting my money down on him. I don't think they're sitting there watching. He's like, a look at this guy sling before his. Yeah, he's event. a mutter. I'm putting my money he, on yeah, this yeah. guy, throwing it. You watch these guys out there, like I said, bouncing off walls. They're not even freaking sweating. What's going on with that? Yeah. Are they regulated? Or at least horses are regulated, well, to an extent. Ask, yeah. ask Bamford. But, uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, I hate to say it, too, but a highlight player is probably a little more corruptible than an NBA player, you know. It, things like that they're well. working on a little bit smaller of a salary yeah. so they're probably more inclined to take a little side money if it was offered yeah i, I heard that there was a this that one ref that got busted in the nba he's got a podcast now and he's trying to like expose the entire nba yeah i don't know what that's all about but good luck yeah, with that yeah good, good luck, luck trying to get, take down a billion dollars yeah exactly like, yeah, like that somebody, <laughs> yeah. i think you might be yeah if you want to pick on a pro effort. sport pick on mlb right now Okay. Wow. Well, oh my God. Don't kick people while they're down. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what? are my Red Sox going to be playing again? What I? What, what I got to wait freaking forever? Yeah. If you, if you knew, you'd be a very rich man right now. Yeah. So are they they're canceled the first two weeks of the season right now. Is yeah. That what's going on? Yeah. They're just pushing everything. And they're saying it's because of contractual things, right? They're they're not even saying it's because they want to shorten the season. Right? Like America's sport is not even America's sport anymore. No. You know, it used to be apple pie, what, cut grass and baseball. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's. I'm a purist when it comes to baseball. I really am. I, I really don't think they should have. Like the whole starting at second base and the extra innings. And they, it's like, come on. Yeah. Why are you doing this? If anything, just shorten the season, shorten the game. If you're going to change anything, you if you, everyone's worried about everything being too long, that seemed to be the only problem with the game, right? I like it 
when the game goes, like extra innings, because that way I get an extra hour not to hold my wife that night. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, honey. Yeah. Love you, babe. It's a good thing we're not alive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Dawson, shed some light on your world. Oh, um, man. For us a little bit. My world. So, I'm, I'm all things sports and entertainment, so I'm very fortunate to get to be a sponsor here for Jimmy Johnson. So, my, my, my job is driving economic impact to this destination. So an event like Jimmy Johnson with all these fishermen coming from across the country, staying in our room nights or generating substantial economic impact across the board, not just for our hotels, but restaurants, transportation, everything. So I'm tasked with the county to try to find events like this and incentivize mm-hmm. them to come here and get them to, to drive that money here as opposed to anywhere else in Florida or the country. That's fantastic. So it, it keeps me busy. And we have, we have a lot of great things, even on the sports side, you know, uh, Baseball hasn't had, we haven't had a lot to talk about in South Florida for baseball, but hockey right now. You, you don't think of South Panthers Florida. Right. King. We're the number one in the Panthers NHL right are now. King, man. Yeah. These guys are crushing it. I'm so it. proud of this team. And not, and not only are they number one right now, we just announced uh, last week we will be hosting the 2023 uh, NHL All Star game nice. right here. That's right. They yeah. just announced that. Just I announced. totally forgot to bring that up to you. That's true. Huge, huge deal. Uh, we're very excited, especially with as well as the team is doing. Uh, we were just out there in Vegas kind of checking out how they ran it and mm-hmm. all the events that kind of lead up in the fanfare around it. And there's there's fan zones. There's all these pre-parties. How you was got- that going to a game in Vegas, Rock? Cool? <sighs> Boy, let me tell you. Well, yeah. first of all, they had the NHL All-Star Game and Pro Bowl happening in Vegas same on time. the same friggin' weekend. So yeah. I'm at events that have a mix of NHL players and NFL players yeah. all holding down this like same club. Uh, I'm not going to give names or what happened because that no, just would be no, no. unprofessional of me. But let me just tell you that when you envision NHL players and NFL players in Vegas mingling, it's very much what you think you're getting. So really? how's Antonio Brown? <laughs> <laughs> that guy never misses a good party. He yeah, but he, he can't skate a lick. <laughs> <laughs> Him and yay. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the the Knights Arena was fantastic. They did a great job with it. They had some cool events where yeah. they were shooting in front of the Bellagio Fountain. So now we're tasked with figuring out what that version of South Florida is, where yeah. these guys are going to shoot their version of the skills games. And, That's outstanding. You know, all that. I mean, so, the last time we had the All-Star Game was in 2003? Yeah. Right? Like, Something like that, Yeah, I think. And the, the foothold in hockey in South Florida was a lot different then. They were really struggling to try to find yeah. their fan base, and now they found it. I mean, the, the Panthers have a very loyal fan base. They're going real strong. So the aligning of how well they're doing and then hosting this is a pretty big deal for us. Panthers I, are a pretty incredible story. I mean, growing up up north uh, and playing hockey my entire life, being a Bruins fan, one of the original eight teams, you don't think of the Lightning and the Panthers as being like good hockey team good <laughs> yeah right but they are i mean they're absolutely incredible yeah and i'm really proud of this team in particular because they've built it right um they built it through youth and this youth has grown together and this team you like the alexander barkovs and the and the huberdos and they've grown together right and it, it hasn't been like oh yeah we're just gonna buy this team we're gonna put together these pieces this is a natural team that has been young together and is now maturing together and it's so, like, I have goosebumps just talking about it because that's always the kind of team that you want, right? Because it's always, okay, you, you can buy your championships and you can throw this out and you can spend some money and add your pieces. And they've, they've spent a little bit more money on the team to add the right pieces. Mm-hmm. But the core of this team, 
has been drafted and all grown up together. And I'm really, really proud to yeah, see it. Yeah, I got to I gotta give credit to their owner, Vinny Viola. He, Absolutely. His, his whole approach was we need to grassroots South Florida with hockey. Because, yes. I mean, South Florida is pretty known as a fair-weather group. If you're so, – ask, ask the Dolphins, ask the Marlins, ask the Heat. Yeah. If you're not I good, don't think there's a bigger <laughs> sports base yeah. that's more fair-weather than ours Try here. to get out of any one of those yeah. venues – at halftime, okay? <laughs> yeah. or you can't because it's jammed. Right. I mean, if you wait to the fourth quarter, it's much easier. To I've seen enough. No, I've seen, I've seen enough. I'm going to go back to watching my Red Sox or my right. – yeah. So to Vinny's credit, his whole approach was, look, we need to grow the youth movement. We need to grow the local community. So they started really growing their youth hockey programs. They have one in West Palm here, Fort Lauderdale, down yeah. in Miami. And now he's investing in this multi-million dollar practice facility, which will be in downtown Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Which will be very cool because it not only is a uh, practice sheets for the Panthers and spectators because it'll be open to the public. Uh, they're also going to have the visitor sheet. So if you're from Canada or Toronto or Boston and you're down here to watch them, you can actually go watch your team practice. And then oh, from- so the, the visiting team is going to break. Yeah, they built this in Holiday Park, they're, right? In the war, uh, near the War Memorial, correct. right? So they're renovating the War Memorial. So there's going to be two sheets of ice, one for the Panthers, one for the away team. They're also doing a brand new restaurant there and then a concert venue that they're partnering with Live Nation for like 4,000 people. Oh, wow. So it's going to be a whole epicenter right there. In the so you're going to actually try to attract some Canadians down here. Hey, 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 hey. Well, they're coming, eh? We're just yeah. giving them more to do oh, now, my God. okay? Throw, right, they're all here now. They're already throw here. me down the stairs, my shoes. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you, they're a polite group. All right, yeah. we're not, we're not, we're not mad about hosting them. Those guys yeah. are, they're, they're a good group. But, I can uh, tell you though, now that the Panthers are good, I am. It does take a little bit. I take a little satisfaction in the fact that when Montreal comes to town, I don't hear them going no, 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 right? Because that was what would happen. The Canadians had a good run there a few years ago. Right, and then the Panthers, eh, we were still young and developing, and then the Canadians would come in and they would fill the place. Oh yeah, like I would hate going to. They used to have season tickets. I'd hate going to the Canadian games because it would just be all them. They buy all the StubHub tickets out, and they would go into the na 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 na. Hey, hey, goodbye to the Panthers. When I was growing up, the Canadians had like two good decades. Yeah, okay? they had a guy named Kenny Dryden playing yeah. goal. He's like six foot five, mm-hmm. and Yvonne Cornway, Guy Lafleur. I mean. Now yep. it's a Bruins fan then saying, please, Bobby Orr, come back. Yeah. Come back. Yeah. Help me. Help me. I tell you, listen, lay the land for South Florida sports right now, right? You get the Dolphins are what the Dolphins are right now. Everyone wants to get excited about Mike McDaniel, and we just everyone's in wait-and-see mode. Have to be. There's no other choice, right? Don't even want to go where the Marlins are at right now with Jeter leaving there and for obvious reasons, right? The Heat, outstanding. Probably one of the best-run franchises in all of sports, right? Not even just basketball, but all sports. The Heat, give it up to Mickey Harrison. But you're right. Viola coming in and, and really developing this franchise, I have hope that it's going to be sustainable, which is really yeah, and they got rid of that whole that that was kind of the mo for the the home games up until recently. That if you're a, if it's Canadian or Northeast, it's really going to be a home game for them. Right. Most yeah. of the fans in there were going to be others. And to the credit of their new executive staff, they've got very strategic on how they sell their tickets. Mm-hmm. And they've they very much only open it up to local market up until a certain amount. And so they've gotten away from that whole situation of Canadians taking over their home games. Right. Yeah. 
Right. Uh, so that that's one of the fun things about last year when we were in the playoffs and then right. going to a game this year. Like that fanfare is there, and it's actually a Panthers home game. Right. Uh, Absolutely. So it, that's Home ice means something, though. Yeah. What I can sure. really appreciate about the Panther games is you can go there and actually get a hand carved sandwich. Yeah. And you know that those turkey sandwiches there. It, it didn't matter with the Canadian. Da, 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 da. I, I didn't care about that. It's like, <laughs> can I get some pepper? <laughs> you know, it made me happy. Yeah. It's like small things. Okay. So, so what else does um. The sports and entertainment blanket cover for you. I wear everything, man. You know, we're we're on the entertainment side. We're big festivals like Tortuga Music Festival, which a lot okay. of people are familiar with, and Odyssey Beach Festival. So Tortuga's our big music, our country music. So this gotcha. year it's Thomas Rhett, Morgan Whalen, Luke Combs are some of the bigger headliners. Nice. Uh, last year we just did this Odyssey, which is more pop, uh, indie, and rock. So it was Little Nas X and AJR and Weezer and. Um, 21 pilots and yep. then they had steve aoki and stuff on the so uh from a destination standpoint you know those groups? managing i do a couple, a couple. <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to throw out a couple you might know I, i'm sure on the countryside you knew a couple names i knew a couple but the other ones is that is that you're not the target the steve aoki is no. a Hop? dj huh the steve aoki is a dj yeah yeah right he's notorious for throwing cakes on a crowd we have DJ Irie, who's, who's one of our guys. Like, like birthday cakes. And so, and I was actually backstage for his set. And when he finishes, he has like six or seven guys standing backstage, and they each have a full cake in their hand. And he runs back, he grabs one, he runs out, throws it on the crowd, runs back, grabs another, and he throws like 12 cakes just on the crowd. Like, it's his thing. Every really? show he does, he throws cakes on his crowd. So, this is there is, a reason why? It's just. I don't know the honest story behind it. I just know it's what he's known for. And when he came out with his he first wants everybody cake, to lick everybody. That's why <laughs> the crowd lost their minds. Like everyone knew what they were there. Everyone starts throwing their hands up. Like throw your cake. So really? it's like Wednesday night at Diamond Dolls. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know, Mike. Yeah, I don't know. Can't help you. You're right. He's a contender. <laughs> so yeah, so those those are a lot of great festivals, and you know, and I'm sure you're working with a lot of great partners on that. Yeah. Um, Right. Keeps us busy. I mean, yeah. and, and it's smart things, local things too, like the Fort Lauderdale Air Show, which we have coming up. Yeah, so it's nice to see that back. Yes. Yeah. Right. So that went away for a little bit. It did, and then we got that back. And I mean, it's crazy. That thing draws about one hundred fifty thousand people out to the beach. Yeah. It's That's it's a sea, and they, I mean, they got they get the the Blue Angels and mm -hmm. a bunch of those guys flying over, and they they do practice rounds before the air show itself. So if you live locally, you're just on like a Tuesday Wednesday morning. Your house is getting buzzed guys are practicing their formations our the studio gallery is right on the beach on atlantic boulevard so you already know and that is the bend where the, all, the, oh. all the all the angels make their bank turns to head back to fort lauderdale so we get a show like oh, i don't yeah. even need to go to the, the to the air and sea show like all i right. gotta do is just put a put a beach beach Look chair out. right right out in front of my studio and i get the whole thing yeah i'm not even kidding no they cover a huge radius that's how they it's get actually his... better because i don't have to deal with the parking but no thousand yeah. percent that's the that's the fun of the air shows there's a lot of places for you to watch that yeah. thing. so and this year it's very interesting it actually is now taking place the week before f1 which will be down here oh that's right you got the f1 coming yeah and and it's cool because there's a lot of there's a lot of tie-ins red bull which obviously has an f1 team right. they actually have a bunch of athletes that participate in the air show they have their trick helicopter pilot they have their trick plane pilot and then they have their skydivers yeah so they bring in a bunch of athletes for that one weekend have them okay. all jump out of planes and then the next weekend they're going to bring all their f1 guys really and and fun fact we have five of the ten teams staying up here in broward wow really really 
Anyone want to stay with the Hard Rock? Yes. Nice. A a major team. A major team. A major team. Can really? You, maybe make, maybe their driver it? won the championship this year. Really? Wow. Utilizing this hotel as their headquarters. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. And of course, Hard Rock being the title sponsor of the stadium, there's a lot of layover. So I know like, you know, the Dare nightclub here, mm -hmm. there's a part of the track where it's actually going to be like a South Beach setup. They're doing sand cabanas around the bend, and then they're going to have a DJ in the middle. Hard Rock's running that whole setup. Really? Yeah. So they're Dare nightclub. They're providing the DJ for that thing. Like that's, that's their turn. It's the most South Florida thing I've ever heard is an F1 track. I'm thinking our invitations are in the mail. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's what I'm you thinking. Know, I, I put myself on the email list. I didn't get any response. But I figured, <laughs> right. no, I, you know, since I know Dawson, right. things might be able to change. That opens a lot of doors. Yeah, it you does. know. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, did you grow up here? I did not. I'm a Nashville, Tennessee boy. Really? Yes. I'm, I'm country. I know you don't hear the twang in the voice. No, no. That, I'm that, that's country cool. as it goes. Well, I did grow up here. Yeah. And I have to tell you that... You know, I'm I'm proud with the way that things have developed in the in the area, like it, with, with with premier locations, you know, like this. And you know, I often say that you know, South Florida, if they had a landmark in 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 our local area in Pompano, it's obviously the Hillsborough Layhouse, right? Because everyone always loves that layhouse. And if you look at Broward, and some people say, oh, it might be Pier 66, you know, but the Guitar Hotel has definitely taken over as the landmark of South Florida. Yeah, and it's it might just because of sheer size. Broward, Every plane sure, that lands yeah. before you even get on the ground here, yeah. you look out the window and you're like, wow, yeah. how was that thing? When you're landing <laughs> your plane, you see that guitar, you're basically telling everyone that's coming into town, like, we're a cool place. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like that in Nashville, too. There's a big washboard and a banjo. <laughs> Similar. <laughs> Hey, look, Nashville has turned there from when I grew up there to what they are now. It's, it's incredible. night and day. Like when I first left Nashville and told people, hey, I'm from Nashville, I got like kind of a negative connotation. Ah. They're like, where's your where's your cowboy boots and your country hat and your twang? Now when I tell people like, how fun was that? Nashville is yeah. like Austin. Nashville is one of those places. If you haven't been there, go there. And if you haven't noticed their sports team, better start waking up, man. They've got right. some great stuff going on up there. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of like my buddy Ryan Tannehill. There is a quarterback in Ryan, for, great guy for Tennessee. I love Ryan. Great guy. Listen, all all the fortunate stuff that he that he's um he he's done and the experience, and I'm just very proud of because he's been associated with this tournament in the past, the Celebrity sure. Program. So we're just really really proud to see all his his success. Like he's such a great guy. You don't want uh, he deserves everything that he's getting right now because. He's always been a quality player, um, mm -hmm. and you know when you when you've got a running back like he has, yeah. Dude, I mean, well, I mean, like, it is kind of helpful. The to guy, have the, the guy is bruiser a, in the game. By the guy is the like ball a, for a you. guard that runs like a four four forty. Right. Okay. Okay. Tackle B. Yeah. I don't know. No, think so. No. 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 Um, all right. So listen. I thank you, gentlemen, for coming in, awesome. right, and, Thanks for and, having and, me. and sharing your time with us. We're, we got the Crook and Crook crew about to come in and step in for their segment. Are they going to give us free stuff? They're going to give us free stuff. Okay, right. They so, give me free stuff. I'll leave. Um, All right. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll hand my mic over if, for if, some yeah. free. If there's no stuff. free stuff, I'm fucking staying. <laughs> Absolutely, Dawson Pritchett. Thank you very much. Right, we'll catch up a little later tonight. Yeah, we're going to get some here. drinks at yeah. this out party. Absolutely. It's going down. Absolutely, gentlemen. Appreciate you guys, Jordan. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Dennis. I'll be back.
What's that? I'll be back. You're going to leave for a little bit? I'm just going to go to the restroom. Oh, you got it. No problem. No problem. Casey, why don't you come over on this side and sit, sit next to your beautiful wife. That's okay. Okay. There's no science to it. There's no, you know, it's just, listen. The trick is this, okay? We're friends. We talk all the time. That's true. Let's just do what we normally do and just love each other and hang out, right? Okay. That's it. So joining us in all their glory are my dear friends, Casey and Lily Crook. From Crook and Crook in Miami, right? Tell me, I want you to brag on Todd and Val for a little bit, if you wouldn't mind, right? Because, listen, I'm thankful that this is how we met, okay? Through all the years that we've been doing this tournament together. Um, we've all grown together in this tournament. And what, it, what we said earlier is anything that Todd and Val touch turns to gold. That's just who they are right but we're all friends with them too right so hey what's up throw on we're all friends with them too right correct, correct. Right? so so we know the whole story and what you see is what you get with them right? absolutely so give me your thoughts on what this tournament means to everybody in our community well, the tournament is, I think it's an icon. People like wait for it. They mm -hmm. get ready for it. it. It brings out a lot of excitement in our, in our industry, in our communities. And, and Todd and Valor, they bring that excitement. Yep. They live what they do and you can just see it. You can understand it. You can see it. You can feel it. So I, they're just not great promoters. They're great people. Mm -hmm. So they're themselves. They're genuine. That is it. And I think that's what makes it. That's what just makes this tournament what it is. I think the genuine is the word. Genuine right? is it. it. That, that they, is true. They drag a bunch of smelly fishermen to one swanky joint. Right. They, yeah. they do. So <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is the voice of one of my very dear friends. And you all know him and love him. Regular to the show. Captain of the Native Sunfish and Team Arts app. How you doing, Art? Wonderful. Yeah. How's everybody? Everyone's good. Everybody's awesome. Everyone's yeah, good. Yeah. Um, you were in the tournament. You were in the tournament. We were in the running. You were in the running. Yep. And I'll put a little closer to you. The guys are saying they're having a tough time here. You good? They would know. There you go. They would know. <laughs> you were in the running. Um, yep. You and I were talking. So I already kind of know a little bit of some of the stuff that's going on there. But uh, how frustrating was this tournament? What was most frustrating about it was we had a condition and we had a a decent body of fish that had been around the whole week prior, the whole two weeks prior, and, and the condition was epic. I mean, we had unbelievable water in, in areas we had current, and typically good water, good current, and fish being around, you're going to see a real bite happen. There was, there was a ton of bait out there. Unbelievable and amount of bait. You just thought yeah. that somehow with the amount of bait, the current, and the wind switching slowly out to the uh, east, yep. it was going to be on fire, but sure. just didn't happened wiener wiener over here chicken dinner we had a talk all right so yep. we had tournament our tournament talk episode this past monday right yep. and it was ahead of this tournament and i'm sitting there making all these predictions because i'm looking at the <laughs> forecast of the weather and i'm like this is going to be a 25 fish tournament mm -hmm. this is all this dead sailfish season stuff is going to change this weekend and i was wrong yep i was i was a little more precautionary about it because i've seen how up and down it's been but when I when we actually got offshore, 
and the water and the current it held, and like you say, and the bait and all the life, the amazing amount of life, I thought, man, there's a shot, there's a chance. But typically, if there's going to be a strong bite, the vast majority of the fleet is going to know where they're going. And, and everybody you talk to was like, I don't know, it's north, south, and and most of the, what you'd call the, the, the boats that are traditionally in the top 10, 12, 15, or whatever, went everywhere. I mean, it scattered out like a... Right, like a hand grenade. You, they in every direction. Nobody knew. So that basically meant there was what no you, consistent. What did you bottom. do? Day I, one, I pulled out front, right out front of the Hillsborough Inlet. Went right out front of Hillsborough Inlet, and I said, "If there's current here, I'm staying here." There was none, and then I sat there and flipped a coin. Basically, am I going to go north? Am I going to go south? And the the problem that I had with south was the current was pretty good. Way it was south of Fowey the, the day before, mm-hmm. but it looked good. But even in the current, there weren't a ton of bites had the day before. Some, but not a ton. And there were more had to the north in a lesser current condition. I felt like that wasn't going to last. The current was going to come up. And we did. We found right. current in Delray and, and considered stopping there. And then bumped to Boynton, considered staying there. And then I bumped it up to Lake Worth Pier, and there was still current but less. So I felt like there was some kind of a little body of water, a little spin right there in Boynton. So we, that's where we started. And it was crickets, man. I mean, it was crickets yeah. over the whole radio. And we're talking about a giant boundary from southern end of Isla Mirada to the northern end of – well, to Jupiter Inlet, basically. Yeah. So somewhere in there, something's going to happen. And it didn't. Crickets, crickets. Like, oh, God, all right. Well, we're not making a horrible decision right now. And we held it out for a bit. Saw a couple of boats get tight. Saw a kayak get tight in there. Really? Right in the middle of, of Cliff Mountain. Oh, my God. That must have killed oh, you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really? A kayak? Yep. yep. Really? Yep. And, and you then, had one shark, too, didn't you? We did. That was towards the end of the day. I made a jump to, down, back down to Delray because the current had faded out from the Boynton for a bit. And we saw great current in Delray early got down there and it had faded there too but it was a condition and we got a, a blackfin shark and some bonitas were eating us up pretty good and there was life you know so great and we'll hold here for a bit and the trolling boat had a couple of floppers in a, in a depth there in 180 so we fished that for a while and got nothing going and right at noon i said the hell with it. let's go back to point where yeah maybe that current's still there and it was and it was a bit of an edge and we had we made our day there had five shots and hooked them all one got tail wrapped the last fish of the day for us got tail wrapped and in in a slow deal like that you get one tight you want to let them jump around out there and try to get another bite because you're only having you know went sparse like that right and yeah. opportunities it may be a single fish an opportunity may be four fish so you're really hunting opportunities and and try to turn that one opportunity into a four fish opportunity yeah and we had our five opportunities all happen to be singles but i let that thing hang for a bit and uh and it good jumping around got crazy and got tail wrapped and I knew it. And you know, I got such confidence in the crew that we're gonna catch the thing. I'm not worried about it. And I didn't really take the sharks into account as much as I should have. And they've been there all day and they've been there for years now, right? So you yeah. deal with them. And the fish got on top and I was spun pretty good at the time, and the kite line came flying, or both of them came flying in as I was starting to pour the coals to it to move on the fish in a center console. So we're working forward. And the damn thing catches me in the throat. Well, braid is sharp and small. Yeah. So I, I hesitated. Up in the, in the tower. Nest, in yeah. the tower. Yeah, in the tower. In the tower. Yeah. So I, I hesitate for a second, kind of draw back. Like, it's kind of shocking. I'm about to get choked out by my own kites <laughs> and possibly cut. <laughs> and the fish is maybe three feet off the bow, the tail wrap fish. So right. that, this is our shot. And I hesitated and missed that opportunity. And the fish goes deep. And 10 minutes later, sharks got him. Oh, my goodness. Now, listen. You guys are a Miami um, tackle store, right? One of the best. Absolutely. One of the best in Florida. So you you. got a lot of your Miami guys. Have you heard anything about 
your Miami guys staying in Miami for this tournament? Has anyone the, shared any information? The majority of the boats came north. They, they fish the out of sail fish point. Okay, right, so so most and most everyone was going a lot of them did. Uh, and, and what's crazy is uh, a couple of the boats from my inlet there in Hillsborough went to Miami and stayed down there. And and Louis out of Port Everglades on day one went south. Uh, uh, Mo Money there, formerly uh, salesman or Van Struffing mm-hmm. out of my inlet went south. He went all the way to the Keys on day one, and that was the big question to me. I thought Island Morada was going to win this thing. Because it's been the most consistent spot all you year. You did mention that yep, earlier I thought in the week. That yeah. was my big fear, and I wasn't going to Isla Mirada. It was just it's it, you got to take into account the you got to be mojo. committed. You really got to be well, committed. Well, the mojo on a boat too. Decision. You take those guys on a boat ride like that, and you know they get down, they get frustrated, and sitting here on a boat ride for yeah. two and a half hours before you go fishing, and know when they got to go back. Yep, and it just wasn't wasn't something I was going to do. I want to bring up one thing because um, Lily, you are the head of the CCA Dade chapter that's correct, correct. Is, is that the proper way to title that one or that is correct i, I yeah. am the pre- the local president for cca miami and i right. also sit on cca florida on the florida on the board, florida right? board yes right so we had discussed and if, and if i'm putting you on the spot here you tell me right away and i'll stop talking about no things. worries but we had discussed um a little bit of at least starting to talk about the um the sharking of fish and if there's anything that um the cca could get involved with i know that we are involved with a group that does talk to other chapters of the cca about it and they haven't been a hundred percent um against opening up the floor for discussion um at least from a standpoint of because the cca is stands for the coastal conservation association that's correct but it really is the true organization maybe one of the only organizations that is the true source for representation for anglers. Absolutely. Right? That is that is our focus, is yeah. to represent anglers and, and to protect the environment, but never losing fact of the protection of anglers and their rights to fish. Right. So I wanted to open up that commentary just so everyone is clear that that's mm-hmm. our perspective when we talk about sharking. Um, and that, we had discussed... Um, maybe for the Miami chapter that that be a topic of discussion potentially. Could very uh, well be, yes, absolutely. One of the authorities on the matter is sitting right next to me right now. Right? Ah, awesome. We can, so, we can talk about all we want. That ship has sailed. When, so, that, when that legislation went through banning domestic shark fin sales, there is no longer a domestic shark fishery. So we can't even talk about it anymore. It's a waste of time. Waste of time. Waste of time. And that's a shame. Every recreational fisherman needs to develop an appetite for bull sharks, being that sandbar sharks are federally protected in dusky sharks are and we need to start eating bull sharks on every trip you need to kill a bull shark bring it home and eat it yeah well we, we, you're allowed one by by Lovely. by florida law right yes sir you're allowed one every one. day one yeah. every trip you're allowed one every yes. trip yep. um so and, and that could be part part of the solution that is the uh, only solution and it is especially as long as you don't waste the fish yes yeah, that's, yeah. that's the key right that that's the key because there are people that want that fish you know, absolutely there are people that there are organizations that could use that fish you know it's tricky too but that's tricky, but it, it, it is true, though. It is true. Well, certainly, dude. Protein is important to human life, yeah. and, and it's a very good source of it. There's no doubt about it, but when it's I, tricky. When, I, when I see you one fish off the lead, and I know we've already discussed <laughs> that you've got one shark during the tournament, yeah. it just really gets under my skin. Yep. Time yeah. before last that we won a daily in this event, we caught a blue marlin down there off Ocean Reef, and we hooked yeah. a blue marlin with 
18 or so minutes to go on day two that yeah. would have moved us into third place, bumped us up one spot. It would have been nice, but I'm over here a bit knuckleheaded thinking a double and we win this event. So we hook a blue Marlin and it's burning it east. Well, that thing's taking me out of where I'm going to get a sailfish bite. So we let that thing stretch. And of course we're fishing 30 pound carbon for leader material. So knowing that we're putting a lot of heat on this stuff with a blue Marlin that thing's 250, 300 yards out there jumping around ends up chafing us off while we're trying to hook a second fish to win the event. So could have, should have, would have, could have, should have, right? Yeah. yeah well, hey, listen, tough tournaments, you right? That, Listen, you're you're, in, why you you're, do it. you're going in the day two, and every every single person is in this. Thank you so much, my friend Kyle Cooper. Um, they handed me some more Papa Spilar, so this is going to be my last one for a while. I have to tell you because <laughs> this is a no judge zone here, Dennis. Listen, this is a when no you're doing a podcast zone, and the Papa Spilar crew is got right their behind bar you. right next to you. <laughs> this is a no judge zone. You keep going. Yeah, Can I, I come wanna, back and visit y'all in a bit because I I want to get my stuffs. All right, yeah. Oh, you just got yeah, here. All right. Yeah. All right, thanks for Very swinging nice by. Very nice time with you all. Right. You too. We'll see you in a bit. It's always nice having Art's a regular on the show, right? So he comes on all the time. He, he's actually part of the, yeah, yeah, he's part of the show. So you know, it's always nice to have him in here. So, But I at least wanted to discuss that whole shark thing, even though he says it's a dead deal. I don't think it is. Well, we, there, we, there's always something to be done. Right? There's always something we can yeah. do, that, something to bring it up, some yeah. you know discussions to be had, and, yeah. and then approach it from, from that perspective. Can you shed some light for me and the audience on a little bit of the history of your your shop? Oh, I, I'll leave that to Casey, since his Casey, parents started it. it. Well, our, uh, my mom and dad started the business in 1958. Wow. S- started as a marine store. And uh, started to evolve into the fishing industry in mm-hmm. 1965. And uh, I took over about 1977 through 1980. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're still there. Uh, probably have one of the most complete all-round s- stores between fishing, marine, mm-hmm. electronics, and apparel. I mean, you guys are just a Miami staple. Like, Thank really. you. I mean, I mean it's, it's just, you know, crook and crook. You know, it, and it, it is really just, you know, absolutely, you know, nice to see that, especially a family owned business, just of all the things that over the years that businesses have had to endure that you guys just come out shining every single time. And I, and I know that it's your ethic and your love and your passion for it all that gets you through everything. And, you know, you know, not just that, you, know, you you guys are just amazing people. And, thank you, and, and, oh, thank and I'm you. just proud to call you friends. Same and here. Truly, truly. Same here. Okay. All right. So thank you very much, guys, for coming on. All right, we're, we're ready for our, our, our next transition here. Um, are we on the JJ Sportfish Champion right now? What's our, what's our next one here? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah? Okay. Casey, Lily, Dennis, a pleasure. Thank you very pleasure. much. Guys. We'll have thank to do you it so again. Much. Absolutely. Anytime. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Hello, sir. How you doing? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Are we on the, the, the sport fish champion level here? Yeah? Yes, we are. Are you uh you Captain Bill? Yeah, Nemo. Yeah. Nice to see Dennis. you. I'm Dennis. Yeah, yeah, I know who you are. There you go. So Art was just Welcome sitting to here. the show. Art was just sitting here. That's my son's godfather. Oh, really? Yeah, wow, small yeah. world. Oh, yeah. I live right in my house point. So yeah. I know you go to up to Bobby's shop every now and then yep. and stuff. And yep, absolutely. Art's on the radio with you all the time with the podcast. Yep, so. yep. Yeah, Art's, Art's a very good friend. So tell me about the um, the JJ Sport Fish Championship 
What does that entail? Well, I guess this is the first year they decided to do this. This is our third year fishing, uh, the, the Jimmy Johnson tournament. Um, we work at a company called Campbell Property Management, uh, Campbell and Rosemary Real Estate. And so one of our guys, Gary Pyatt, who mm-hmm. comes to this uh, casino a lot, Hard Rock here, and he kind of got us motivated to do this. So this is our third year. And Yep. Is Gary going to be joining us? Uh, no, actually, he'll be here later on. He was here earlier, but, you know, he, he went home. He'll, okay. He'll, he'll gotcha. be back uh, later on. But, um, no, so uh, you have John Tight at the company and his two boys, Jimmy and Buddy Tight. Yep. It's off Absolutely. The wall, off the wall fishing, which that kind of encompasses my cousin John Anderson on that boat. Mm-hmm. And then I fish on a boat called the Cash Money. So nice. we've interchanged throughout the years. But this is kind of like a company family gig, our third year in it. And so... They separated us out from being part of the sailfish part of it, so we, uh, we, you know, we concentrate on the meatfish, and uh, you know, it, I, I, you know, I gather it was a tough sailfish run, and it was just as tough for the meatfish. You know, yeah. we uh, we put a lot of hard work and effort in. You know, we had all the right bait, and uh, we fished all the right spots. And I tell you, we we may have had five bites on Thursday, and yeah. capitalized on every one of them, and then we had. Uh, about the same amount of bites, uh, excluding sailfish, which we weren't fishing for. We caught three, but they, right. they don't matter. But we put a 40-pound king in the boat, a 32, and another smaller 12, and never got the extra bonus fish. So. I tell you, when you have a field like this and eight fish wins a two-day tournament, it's not your fault. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Well, it's it, the fish's fault, damn it. Listen, when you've got sail fishermen calling a guy meat fishing to see what the currents are doing, yeah. if I'm seeing any right. billfish, right. you know it's slow. Or yep. even call me, Nemo, you seen anything? Well, yeah, we got a double header, but, you know, that was quick and gone. And quick and gone. And that, that really seemed how it was going. I mean, it didn't really seem like anyone was really finding the fish. Like, you might have run a couple, across a couple of rogues, and then maybe, a, you know, a, a pack here and there that was quickly gone. Everything seemed very, very migratory. Yeah, and, and on the, the water was beautiful. Uh, there wasn't a lot of tide on Thursday in the mm-hmm. air. I was up kind of towards the breakers and the South Juno, but um, bait was everywhere. Flyers getting up everywhere. You knew either a dolphin or selfish were pushing them. The conditions them. seemed bright, and didn't they? I mean, we, the conditions. You were all, in the right place. Yeah, and you know, I, and and so I'm like, you know, like I said, we're not really paying attention to the selfish part of the, the leaderboard, but it's like, ah, you know, the boys on the boat are like. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Eight fishes winning this tournament. We're like, excuse me? I mean, I don't think it was last year it was 18 or something, 20. No, it was, it was like 26. 20. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah the, with like the a crazy number. Yeah, with, with a grand slam on top of it. Right. right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it was bonkers last year. It, it was night crazy. day, night. This, well, this entire season's been kind of, you know, hit and miss and, and slow. And so I just want to introduce joining us on the other side of the table here, um, Captain Jim Puller, right? And uh, the owner, Mark Oshroff. No, who's who's with us here? <laughs> is Mark Lopez? He's yeah. one of our. We have like I got so many Marks. Marks on my list here. I was like, man, you're you on the boat? We have Marks you? all over the boat. What are you like in your twenties? <laughs> I'm 22. Yeah, <laughs> like the owner of the boat. Uh, from team, am I saying this properly? Oh shit! Close, right? Ah shit! Ah shit! All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> you guys are the Hard Rock champion yes. of the event. So take me through what's the difference between the JJ Sportfish champion and the Hard Rock champion. Okay, it's actually it's like two tournaments in one. We're fish we're fishing the JJ, but the Hard Rock is an invitation only for the, I guess the high rollers okay. uh, of the Hard Rock. Gotcha. And, and they 
you know, they get them together for their own little tournament on the side. Okay, you saying win. this is the first year that they're doing this? No, no. Tournament? This well, this is our third well, year. Well, what what? This is the first year they separate out the sport fish side of it. Right. You know, oh, so we're, okay. We're gotcha. not included in there. You know, they catch a meat fish. They have Understood. their own section. You know, right. We're, we're outside of them. Understood. So Art was just here, and he was kind of taking us through some conditional aspects of the whole entire thing. Now, he said he went right out front. When listen to anyone who's ever listened to this show, when we say right out front, we need we mean Hillsborough Inlet, right? So when we say we always go right out front, out front to us is Hillsborough Inlet. That's this is a Pompano show. Uh, even though we're down here in Hollywood today. Um, so he says he tried it out right out front, you know, and then he wasn't really convinced on Miami. He felt Isla Murata was going to be the spot, but he didn't want to be committed to get all the way down there and then, you know, be holding that in your hands if it doesn't work out, which is completely understandable. So he headed up to Boynton. What was your mindset, all you guys? What, what was your mindset and what your moves were going to be on day one? I, I grew up fishing off of Miami, and I'm more comfortable there. So if the conditions are right, that's where I want to be. Mm -hmm. And the conditions were there. There was a south current, unfortunately, but there was really pretty water. Yeah. And it just it, – we had seen a couple of fish the day before down there. So I that's where I went. And, I mean, it was slim pickings. You had to drop in front of a couple, and that's – we yeah. did. We were able to the first day, just got a few. Yeah. And – uh you know, second day, I wasn't sure because it was such a slow bite. But again, we had seen enough and it was slow everywhere for the most part. So I said, let's just go try it again. If we get a few more, that might be all we need. Okay. And, uh, you know, it sounded like there was a little bit of a better bite up north. But even then, some of the guys up there weren't seeing them either. So a hey, better bite. You know, well, you, it, it's tough to say. I don't think it really mattered where you're at. I think it just really mattered where the fish were going to run across your spread. Right. I mean, yeah, I'm I mean, not I know so you sure they that every there. time. But, I mean, really more so because, you know, like a lot of times you'd be like, oh, they're up north or oh, they're up on Jupiter or all up, up there, you right. know, up at the te the, the tower, Loran Tower. or That's where they're at today. And, or the, you know, we know where they're at. But today, you know, this tournament, these past two days, it just seemed like it was just they were everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Well, right. I think it's part of our sport fish part of this tournament series is that, you know, there were a lot of nice fish caught off of Miami in the weekend previously. Mm -hmm. You know, nice, nice meat fish. And, uh, you know, I, we're out of Hillsborough Inlet, so it's like, do we run south? Do we go fish Miami or do we go north? And then I had some friends that fished north uh, that did well the previous week. So we kind of hit some spots that they said were, were good, but they weren't so good this week. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, like I said, I think we capitalized five bites on the first day. We caught two wear fish and maybe four or five bites the second day. Yeah. So, I mean, we... We probably felt as bad as the sailfish guys, you know. I mean, and in fact, I had guys that were caught me and talked to a couple of guys, and they were like, "Well, you got a double header." Yeah, we weren't trying. We had titanium, and they're like, yes. "Well, we saw two floppers," you know. So, um, and like you said, fishing out front Hillsborough Inlet and Art being right there, and I think the guys that won this thing were fishing basically from Boynton Inlet to the Ritz, and they fished yes. that little body of water and. Thursday was very little current, if any, yep. and maybe south. And then it was there was a good current on uh, Friday, and it was you know snotty, you know wash machine, whatever. But uh, we 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 struggled hard. We saw all the flyers getting pushed, and we knew there were sailfish and dolphin, small dolphin pushing them all. But yeah, and yeah, we did see quite a few little dolphin too. Try you to know, stay away from them. <laughs> try to stay away from. We I caught really them. They don't weigh. <laughs> After day one, I was like, okay. Well, it's going to pick up on day two. 
That's what we all the thought. The conditions are going to liven up, right? This and it's going to start going off. It really is. I really thought that for sure, and it just didn't. You know, Northeast. I mean, had a couple guys got a couple doubles. You know, and that was good to see. You see that northeast one, you think it was going to change yeah, everything, and right. the fight was going to pick up, but unfortunately, it didn't. No, and there no, was a didn't. good, and there was a good current up by us. Good north current, yeah. and you, there's a tailing condition, I and mean, we saw a dolphin oh. coming down. We could see him <laughs> coming. Uh, we we got another sailfish the second day, um, but I, I swore I thought it was going to go off. I mean, I thought I was going to see numbers in ten, fifteen yeah. for that day. Yeah. It's we start. I mean, I started down off Miami. I, I ended up going up off a of hollover because uh, the, the it started to move north a, a little bit there. And I'm thinking, okay, good, just a little bit of north current. You know, it's it's looking so good. I mean, the blue water pushed all the way in on the reef. I mean, mm -hmm. just, it just looks so good. Yeah. And you just sat there and sat there. I I think something happened in the afternoon. There were a couple of bites. We got a couple of bites late, and so did another boat near us. And it looked like if we had like another hour, that it looked like they were going to start popping up at that point. But yeah. obviously, that wasn't the case. It did start to heat up a little bit in the afternoon on day two, which was nice to see, you know. And at least we got that out of some of the teams. You know, I'm proud of our FFMD guys are fishing from us. Yeah, I heard them Paul calling Robertson in quite and, a bit. You know, those guys. Those are, those are just that's just one of the nicest group of people that you could yeah. ever ever be associated with and you know they are from maryland and they come down and they fish the entire circuit every year and you know it was really nice to see them get some success finally in these tournaments uh, yeah. i know they work really hard at it and they're, they're they're great people so they deserved it so i was nice it was nice to see them get and have a hot afternoon um but i've i know the majority of the teams in this tournament and i just talked to so many of the guys after and everyone said the same thing ugh yeah. We would have had it. We missed this one fish. We would have had it. We lost one at the boat. We would have, you know, yep. and, and you hear it. We got our last fish at 359, Yeah, which I didn't realize that we actually needed that fish for the what we were fishing in the hard rock part of it because Wade fish also counted towards the point total. Yeah. There were three boats at that time. We each had three fish, but mm -hmm. I didn't realize one of them had weighed in a fish. Yeah. Even though we had them on time with the sailfish, they had weighed in a fish. So I didn't know that we needed that last fish. Oh, really? Yeah. So at 359, we caught that last fish on the second day. Oh, boom. <laughs> and that so and that was it. Yeah, well, good for you. But Yay. Congratulations. I, I'm glad I didn't know while we were fighting that fish. Probably better <laughs> off you didn't know. Pro probably. Yeah, what I have to say. Definitely. Well, another thing that was interesting is that because of the fishing being so slow, anybody had a chance. Yeah, yeah absolutely. On the dailies. I mean, absolutely. you could go from zero to hero that one quick. Little, one little wolf pack. That's it. You get three or four fish, and, and you're there. I thought on the second day with one boat got a quad, yep. I think. Well, the, I think Who the Lunatico. I think the Lunatico did. They they won. Did they get a quad? They yeah. did. That's what I heard. I, you know, I, didn't, I didn't realize that they actually got a quad. Now, a good friend of mine... Um, Alan Esquage. Yeah, I, right. I, I grew up with his dad, Mark. Yeah, Mark's the fireworks king, right? So, um, you know, Alan, he, he's 22 years old, just finished the fire academy. Great kid. We both went to the same high school together, not Cardinal the same Gibbons, time. Right? Yeah, Cardinal Gibbons. We're both, we're both Gibbonites. And I'm watching the whole thing on Catch That. And I see that last fish come in. He it caught says, it. Alan and Squeegee. We just call him Squeegee, right? <laughs> and I'm just like, I almost, I got a frog in my throat and almost <laughs> a tear came to my eye. Now, they had already technically won the tournament on time with seven. Right. But that was really the nail in the coffin. And he, he see, I talked to him shortly after the tournament. He said, he hooked that up at 358. There he is, right there. At 358, 
and then um you know and i was i'm just so damn proud of them i no, I, I really am i really am and then you know the, those guys are coming up here to be on the show next and we're, we're going to give them all the accolades in the world um that they and deserve, they've done but, well in yeah. other tournaments but yeah Listen, to win this one was huge. This kid's a ninja. He really is. He, <laughs> well, you know, he's one of those kids that was a grinder from yeah. the time he was a little kid. He yeah. fished bridges, canals, yep. piers, and then worked his way catching bait and then boats, and then he kind of worked his way up. And A lot of, lot of awesome. people wonder what the future of fishing look, looks like, and that this is it. That's What's it. coming up next on the show, this, this is the future of fishing. And th this kid's an animal, and he's smart, and he's nice, and he's absolutely hilarious. He likes to have a good time, that's for sure. Um, so he'll be coming up on the show here shortly uh, when, the, when the rest of his team uh, arrives. So, But listen, I want to thank you guys for coming on the show and congratulate you all for, for putting in the work because, listen, win, lose, or draw in this tournament, it was not an easy one to fish. Nope. You know, I've, I've been there. I know what it's like staring at those corks and just waiting and waiting and waiting and the sun beating on your chest and you're just like, waiting and waiting i'm like man we just that's need some pretty action much how it was. yeah that's it <laughs> and then you're just like you know you try to do things to break up the monotony and it's it's tough for two full four o'clock days to go through and you know and just not catch a bunch of fish but you guys stuck with it you pulled it out we got our jj uh sport fish champion and we got our hard rock champion here and congratulations guys thank Thanks you for putting in the work appreciate it's it. a pleasure Thanks. meeting you and listen, we'll see you back at home. Lighthouse Point guy, I want you back in the studio, please. You got to yeah. come on, come on with me with Art once yep, one of these times. I'll do all right? it. Yeah, I'll do it. for Sounds sure. Good. Enjoyed it, appreciate gentlemen. It. Thank you. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Osh it. <laughs> all right. There you go. Yeah. All right. So I'm rolling solo here for a little bit, right? Alan, you get the rest of your team coming. Yeah. All right, sit down with me. Tell them to toes. We'll talk till they come. My man. <laughs> What's up, buddy? My man. I am proud of you. Thank you. Mother Effa. <laughs> Listen, just to give some people, we, we kind of, you probably couldn't hear what we were talking about when you were out there. We, we built you up a little bit before you came on the show, well, right? I appreciate that. All right, so... Um, <clears throat> We talked about, you know, our backgrounds together and everything like that. So we, we, we kind of preface the crowd. They all know who you are right now. But I just want to let you know that I did. Yeah, a little, little, little closer, right? I did call you the future of South Florida fishing. Future. Right? So you, I appreciate you that. You can that's get a, that's embarrassed about that all you want. No, but you put in the work, honor. brother. Thank you. You, you. you have put in the work since you were a little kid. And it finally paid off. Right? And you're up there throwing flats off the bow. Mm-hmm. And at 358, we see. Uh, it, it just came oh, official. 359, 352 seconds. And 42. I talked to Brick, who is the master of deciding all these things. Yep. I talked to him earlier, and he goes, Nope. We counted that fish. It's official. Yeah, it's we official. just got word yeah. probably 15 minutes ago. Yeah, I knew it, though. Like, yeah. I knew it last night. Yeah. He's Fucking like, squeegee. He's like, Yep. God damn it, squeegee. <laughs> and so. Hey. That so, whole flatline thing, um, it was brought up on Wednesday. Who wants to fish it? And me? I was like, oh, I'll sure. do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, shit, I'll do it. That's my, I don't know. Fished I, I, it that's all my day Wednesday. Spot. Fished it all day Thursday. You know, I caught Mahis and Benitas and Kingfish. And I was like, just give me one bite. And Friday, you know, we're getting counting down, checking who's tight and whatever. And I look at Cap. I go, I'm bit. He's like, yeah. 
He's like, yeah, I'm bit. Come tight. Next thing you know, head comes out of the water and goes, it's, yeah. it's, it's him. <laughs> it's fucking him. Yeah, yeah but that he, was padding, though. Y'all yeah, it was padding. Ice on the cake. You know, it was but padding. Still. But yeah, no, that wasn't padding. That was nail in the coffin. Nail yep. in the coffin. You know, it's, just, it's a good it's feeling, stuff isn't you, it? stuff you dream about. You know, oh, you're yeah. doing them things, scenarios in your head, and you see I'm that selfish dancing stuff and you're like, yeah. You see that selfish dancing, and all you can think about is we won. We won. Yep. You know? And this that morning, Friday morning, um, we were running the beach down south. Saw a ballyhoo spray, and we pull up to it. We found four fish, sails out of the water, billing up ballyhoos, and like it was like 35, 40 feet of water or whatever. Yeah. And this is at 7.58 in the morning, and we're like, Jesus, we're about to catch a quad. Yeah, tell me about the quad. Yeah, this the, is before the quad. I actually you know, just found like, out about the quad. I didn't realize yeah. you guys actually had a quad. Yeah. Tell me about it. Um, was, well, no, it I'm actually, more interested in this value yeah, thing. Where so, the fuck were you? What happened? Um, them shallow wrecks off Boyne, just okay. south of Boyne. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yep. that's where you were. So we we pull up. We Clear as day. There's four guys on the bow with spinners, with hook baits. We're watching these fish, sails out of the water, just swimming in circles, balling these ballyhoo up. And we're like, all right, turn the cameras on. We're about to catch a quad. 7.58, 7.59, we're offshore, you know, cast down wind. And at 8 o'clock, all four fish just fade out. <laughs> Pitched all the baits, and you're like, you got to be shitting me. Like, yeah. So we fished that area for the next three hours, never got a bite, you know, looked good, never got a bite. And um, so we pick everything up. We're running to the north. We're running, running. And Saw y'all run by me. <laughs> yeah, we, we stopped right off Lake Ward Pier. Jimmy. Jimmy. And um, Colin's like, we'll put them up for 15 minutes bump offshore in like 80 feet of water we put him up and he goes he started in 80 foot and bumped 80 foot offshore? yeah bumping offshore how the hell are you supposed to fish your spinning rod he's starting like that and running you oh over. no so he we'd start in like 90 let the spinning rod out and then he'll slide back in and then kind of just keep creeping Working up okay and he goes all right there's three fish coming and we're gonna look and right long gets bit right middle gets bit right short gets bit and then left middle gets bit left short gets bit we hook a five banger and we're like, oh, oh. shit, like, this is fucked. And we're by ourselves. There's nobody, right. like, by ourselves. One comes off, and then the four fish go offshore. Easy, like, textbook, easy as can be. Here comes one, leader. Ten seconds later, here comes another one, leader. Here comes another one, leader. Here comes another one, leader. And it was just four. Boom, perfect. boom, 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 boom. boom, boom. For real. Like, perfect wow. textbook, like, how you want it to work. And hey. it worked. When that starts, you know shit's about to go down. Squeezy's a ninja. You know he is. He's all over the deck, right? Now listen. So I made a little bit of a bold statement here, right? Before he came on, and I told him to his face, and I'm going to say with you on the line here, because listen, this kid's a future of fishing here in South Florida. Now, I know you know a lot of kids that know what they're doing, right? This kid, he's the man. I'm I'm, trying. I am am very happy that he's able to cement himself here a little bit. Oh, no doubt. But I'm looking at this guy. That, he that's went my by idol. this weekend, but uh, <laughs> no, no, that's my I'm idol. Listen, you know, Art's, it is. Art's not the future of fishing. <laughs> Art, Art is fishing. That's who I grew up watching. You know, going to the Palm Bunny yeah, Rodeo the at six, seven fishing. years old, doing the little way carts and watching him I'm weigh all those fish. The now of fishing. There's still a few gents ahead of me. That Stop are, it! No, no, there's there are guys that absolutely have earned their place that are currently still active and currently still the best doing it. And but you're one. I'm of still no, not yet, not yet. I'm still working my way there. Stop it, uh, dude. This isn't He's trying. No, this He's is humble. not humble. This is this is reality. The, you better still be learning from your elders, and these gents are older than me. Listen, and even I know. One lady. I, listen, I know that you don't yeah. want to admit this because you you feel like you're you've stopped once you start admitting this. So, yeah. please, sir. But it's true. How you doing? You're the one I grew Another up watching. Another fucking winner over here. God <laughs> damn it. 
stole my rings. <laughs> proud Had of you, to. gents. Real proud Had of you to. guys. You did a great job. Hey, for I sure. got a good picture. Thank you, Hold sir. On. Shit. State name and rank, sir. Where's Bernard? Name and rank. Where's uh, Danny Freesmith? Just there uh, it is. Yeah, that was years ago. Made wasn't it? on the boat with 14, Alan. 2014. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got Alan just got done finishing telling us about the quad. Yeah. So I want to know who who, uh, who fluffed off the, the fifth one. Yeah, who, who lost it the fifth fish. It wasn't really a fluff off. Like, Listen, the thing didn't get caught. It somebody, didn't get caught. Somebody it, had yeah, that's true. It's hand. true. Was, but, it, was it the flat on the bow? No, there was so much shit going down. The <laughs> yeah. fish jumped over that fish. Him. No, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't lose it. I stayed far away from that. I want nothing to do with that. I had a GoPro in my mouth and the radio. That's all nice. I did. And a spinner. That's nice. Right. Nice. But, yeah. I don't want it nothing was, to do with that. It was not Alan. It was not. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll vouch for that. He, fit, but, he he fished the fly line hard for three days straight. So he, uh, but he, I did this one last it. weekend. Yeah, it happened. I did. Listen, I lost happens, one last dude. weekend. Uh, we've all missed him. I hell, I've missed a few in my life. It, it's certainly right. going to happen. Take me through. Hey, take me through. Um, three fifty nine and forty nine <laughs> or forty six seconds, and with the emotion on that boat. So uh, tell me well, how that felt. It, well. You know, Cap said, hey, roll the cameras, and, uh, you know, 359 rolls around, and Alan says, I'm bit, I'm bit, and we didn't even have time to call in a, a hookup on the radio, but we had it all time stamped on, on the, the video, cameras, yeah. and then we had Alan, you know, Rod bent over in the bow, and, uh, you know, it was a, it was just, a, it was an insurance fish for us, really, I mean, you know. You know, uh, what, that, you you know, know what that was? That that was really just like, like a walk-off. Oh, for sure. Yeah, really? sure. I mean, that, yeah. that was a walk-off home yeah. run. There's it, nothing better. Yeah. yeah. And, and it just gave us a little buffer. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. we, we knew if something went wrong, God forbid, another fish gets DQ'd or something like that, we missed something. Uh, yeah. it's, it's just a little buffer for us, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, I we, was just we, telling him, though, you see that, that thing dancing, and then you just, everyone just, just like, looks at us, we won. We, we, were, <laughs> we, we won. were we were ecstatic. Yes. I mean, I, I we had, the, we, you know, the music was pumping. I had the radio to my ear, and I want to make sure that <laughs> the boats right behind us weren't hooked up at lines out. How like, scary yeah. was it when you heard Louie calling a hookup? Boat oh. 71 hooked up. Oh, like, man. Oh, you too. No. Like, no. I didn't bother calling it in. Yeah. We had a blue marlin tied at that point. I didn't bother calling it in because at, at, at that very moment, when we it wasn't right at the end. It was just before that. Whatever, I need two to win, so I'm not gonna. There's all you always hear that that plethora of boats hooked up. Yeah, hooked, hooked, up, up. hooked up. I'm not that guy. I'm not gonna be that until I know. One, I know it's a billfish, and two, we're seconds left or whatever, and, and whatever we died. We've already discussed what we ended up doing with that stupid ass blue marlin. But <laughs> I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jimmy go, said it was a nice one too. It was a good 200 pounder, going for a win rather than going for moving up the, in the ranks. Yeah. But again, though, this was a one tournament event, so. Yeah. Points don't matter, right? Let's let's try to win this damn thing. So we faded in there and stayed. And yeah, when, when you know cool when you know it. you need that, you know you need those extra couple of fish. And one fish ain't gonna make a difference. I'm trying you know, to justify the decision still. I'm yeah. sure, still not sure it was right. But you catch a blue marlin <laughs> in the sailfish tournament. It's, it's cool. pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I gotta say, I mean, I mean, you, if you land that fish, you might you bump up another spot or two, yep. right? Yep. But that would be a that would have been a cool way to close it. It would have been. It yeah, been. It I agree. Been a satisfying ending to what. And that was a crazy thing, guys. That fucking condition there should have it, it should have been a forty it plus fish. Oh, yeah. See, that's when, you know? when I when I right, so we had tournament talk uh. on Monday, right? And I'm looking ahead to the conditions and I'm seeing it turn on Friday. That's why I told him I'm like, I think like, this is gonna be another twenty five yeah. fish tournament. And then I thought for sure, like after day one, I was like, All right, but Friday is gonna turn up. When that wind come up. It looked good. I mean 
good water, good current, baits, baits, squids, everything. You know, it had all the textbook. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna bite. Yeah, what's crazy is right at the end there, I moved to a piece of water down there off of Del Rey that really turned up green blue edge. It was shocking. There's flying squids everywhere, flyers everywhere, and we start getting eaten up by these tiny little peanut mahis. (laughs) At one point, I hollered, "Dad, boy, think they're here to get blue marlin in here." Eat one of these things. (laughs) Five minutes later, Jimmy tight on the spinning rod, sizzling. And they come flying back at him, no jumping, comes flying back at him, gets on the bow and takes it due east. We're like, this thing just turned into a yellowfin maybe or something. And no, I keep bringing it up because I'm still trying to justify that goddamn decision. (laughs) Oh, well, anyway. That's still badass, though. That's still cool. I came in late to the party, but he he tell you about the blue fins we we saw? No, No, he didn't. He didn't. Go on. Up tail Tell us about that. I mean, up on the top. Eating our kite You got blue fins. You got squid. You got ballyhoo. You got little peanuts. You got blue fins. And you're telling me that this is an eight fish tournament? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Crazy. Tell me about the blue fins. We're in like what? We were 80 feet of water off the rock piles. 80 feet of water. You know, sitting up front of there in Palm Beach Inlet. I mean, right off Dodge Ball there. Day one or day two? Day one. Day one. So y'all were right there in the majority of the bite on day one, too, then? Yeah. 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 But calling us. We caught our fish, yeah. There's something big back there. I don't know what the hell it is. But And he goes, oh. That's bluefin. Yeah, two of them back two there. Them. He said they look like torpedoes back there in the water. <laughs> They're right? coming, but uh, but that's like yeah, that conditions with them fish. Yeah. <laughs> All them white marlin being caught, the blue marlin, yeah. the bluefins. That's like the stuff you want. The tailing conditions down in the keys. There should be a plethora of fish there. You yep, know? yep, no doubt. It Turning shouldn't blue take had eight a blue fish to win. Too. You know it. Yeah, yeah. really no like. Not, not with this field. No. Yeah, no. No doubt. And what's interesting no. is I haven't heard the boat come through saying, oh, we had the bites and, you know, 10, 12, 14 bites in a day that just none of them worked out, which is typically even on these slow number days yeah. that somebody somebody's going to catch Somebody, them. yeah. Somebody, somebody lands on them, you know. Yeah. yeah and but it just didn't that. happen. Them guys yeah. on the, what, it's the IYC boat. Yeah, IYC. They, ended IYC, up, they yeah. caught 11 on Tuesday, all point. Yep. They went oh, 11 yeah. for 11, yep. you yep. know, or whatever. Cappy had then, a pile of bites in there on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's it. He Cappy was on that boat. Oh, was yeah. he? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it was Cappy 11. Was on, yeah. But then they went back there Wednesday, never saw a fish. Yep. You know, it's, yeah. It, it yeah. was weird. It happened late there off of Point on, yeah. on Thursday. Thursday. Oh, they went back. Went, That's right. They went south on Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. It, they it, started it, to bite off Hillsboro on Friday, Friday I afternoon. I heard. Mm-hmm. I heard. Yeah. It was Utopia. Utopia went down there. But them boys, Hunter Irvine, Cameron Avon, and them. Um, they went out at like 12 o'clock, one kite, one flat line. It's like, he's texting me, he goes, caught one. I'm like, that's cool. Then he goes two, then three, uh, then four. How did I not get that and, call? Hunter? Where's Timmy Matter? Yeah, little Hunter. Damn. Little Hunter. But Timmy yeah. wasn't fishing with him. But, you know, and I called Cam. Uh, I was like, where are you? He goes, I'm off Blue Roof right now. He goes, it looks sick, whatever. And um, and then, <laughs> you know, Utopia went up there, and he, he swears if he had another 30 minutes, he wins a tournament. He, he wins a tournament, you know? Yeah, I was proud of and, uh, Jonah Bennett got a sale release in the tournament. Good for him. He's very happy to see that. Yep. Which boat was he fishing? He's on? an upcoming kid, too. He was on oh, yeah. Utopia. That's he's a good why, kid. That's why I brought up. Yep. He's a very that's, good he's kid. He's very, very up and coming. And yeah. he's another one just like you. He's just, ever since he's a little kid, just hardcore okay. and dedicated. Just fishing. Man. I got a funny video of him doing goggle eye fishing. He's sleeping in the corner of the boat, leaning up against, like, the leaning post standing up sleeping you know just tired just you know out <laughs> he's talking about fireworks he's way too young to be getting yeah. can you, can you let, on the can boat you know but he's a, he's a grinder yep. what's that can he's you let grinder. his dad pop oh, in real here real quick? Absolutely. I, I gotta go check him out real quick i gotta check him with people congratulations yeah. guys thanks buddy excellent job 
We'll check back later. If, Hop if over on slow. the other bring, side. Bring Bernard over here. Hop if he shows up. Yeah. Where's, where's Bernard? Bernard's oh, here? Bernard said he was going golfing. He golfing. said he was coming, but he was golfing or something. You yeah. know. I we're going to switch sides. I, I wanted you next to me here. <laughs> a little closer. Put that a little closer to you. Eight. There you go. You good? I think so. I want to ask you a question. How proud are you of this kid? <laughs> Extremely. And we're here with Alan's dad. Extremely proud of Squeezy him. Squeezy Sr. Squeezy yeah. Sr. Yeah, it's good, but I just... Now uh, we can help us with the uh, Fourth of July a little bit. Right? Yeah. Oh, some fireworks. Well, he did a good money. job lighting all your fireworks. <laughs> on. I saw him putting his head in the mix and getting it all done. You I guys you haven't not. seen it. You guys haven't seen my Fourth. No, it's 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 yeah. absolutely insane. You have. It's absolutely. I, insane. I, you have. I've, I've seen. I've, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna. He's, get, he's gonna get. make a great fireman. But that <laughs> I just want to say with that, there's another gentleman sitting off my. That's where I started. This is that where is. Start, this guy right yeah. here. That's, that's who I started with. The fireworks? No, no. fishing. Oh. Fishing with that's uh, McMahon. That's who I started that with. That was his oh, boat. Okay. He had a 22 foot uh, nice. Mako, nice. And, 12 years old. And that's 10 that's years the guy old. That started him on that. Or, he was already fishing, but yeah. Pat first sort of tournament. Was, uh, was awesome. Again. Listen, Lunatico champions, champions in the Ring of Honor. You guys are Three. getting rings. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, guys thank you very much. You just won the biggest tournament of them all. Thank you. You Sur heard it, it? It's surreal. It is. Right? It, 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 honestly, it, it, it hasn't, hasn't, hasn't in sunk in yet. It, it'll it really sink, hasn't. It'll sink in tonight. It'll, it'll yeah. sink in tonight. It'll oh, sink. Yeah. When you it'll, hold your golf checks, it'll sink in. The <laughs> long, longest <laughs> right? four hours of my life. Yeah. Those right. Last four hours right. of yesterday. Don't even talk about it. Yep. 359.52. Yep. I want to thank you, gentlemen. Thank you very much, Very much. Right? And listen. I know we say there wasn't a ton of fish caught in the tournament, but listen, it still brought the noise. It was still very intense. It was because intense. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter what the numbers are in this tournament. It, it was close. It was very, uh, very close. And I'm going to tell you one thing right now. <laughs> Uncomfortably with, with an eight-fish tournament, any team any could game. have turned it on. You catch a five-banger, you're yeah, in first. And, and you, you know? you're, it, it, anything could have happened to mm -hmm. switch this one. Mm -hmm. Not like last year yeah. when it's like, all right, no one's catching 20. 20, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Maybe this Art one, made his move at the end, and he started creeping yeah. on it. When I, and, once yeah. he started catching him, I go, "Oh God, here he yeah, comes." But, oh, you yeah, but if you got if you got yeah. fifteen fish last year, you're feeling good. You're yeah. uh, no, you're out of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because has got twenty six. Yeah. And you're uh, like, oh, we're not even yeah, close. We're not even going to get money with fifteen fish. And he's here with fifteen fish. You would have cleared the field. Oh, this year yeah. is anybody's game. Right? Anybody's I mean, game to the final minute, especially with you know the multiple fish that were around. I mean, anybody, yeah. anybody yeah. could have pulled that off at the last minute. You know, caught a yep. double or a triple and jumped us. So it, just, it was a it was, it was a whirlwind early. of emotions. But absolutely, it was. Yeah. but you did it. We did it, right? Did. You did it. Did it's it. a done deal. It's in the books. You guys are champions. Yes, sir. And yes, I'm sir. proud of you. Thank, Thank you. you. Congratulations, Team Luna Tico. <laughs> Has, good job. Has good done. job. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Dennis. I think Thank we you. are going to end the podcast here, right? And we, we are going to call it a day from the Jimmy Johnson. Um, I want to thank all the guests that came on today, including Mr. Johnson, Coach Johnson himself. Um, and he said something that I want to end on today. When he said about putting together champions and putting together teams because he's in the Hall of Fame. And he always said, oh, it's all about the team I was around. It's all about putting together the team I was around, right? And he said something that really resonated with me. He goes, 
as long as you can find someone who's willing to work hard, put in the work, make the sacrifices, put in the extra hours, you're going to be successful because the rest can be learned. Mm-hmm. Right? And I know that you guys put in the work. Finally you work paid hard off. and it paid off, right? Nothing but success mm-hmm. for you guys in the future. I Thank know you very much. Sure. Thank you. So we are signing off as we traditionally do. Right? If you're in the market for a new truck or vehicle, please contact our friends at Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. They will hook you up as long as you say that you were sent there by the Connected by Water podcast. And we want to thank our friends from Papa's PLR Room. To remind you never to be a spectator. They joined us this evening. We talked a lot about community, and it is true. We're very thankful to have those guys really running the show or keeping the lights on our show here. Um, and I want to end it like we always do. Your ego is not your amigo. Always do your best, and at the end of the day, just let God do the rest. And do not ever forget that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we are all connected by water. Thank you, sir. Jimmy Johnson, 2022, we are out.